0: Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number, and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number, and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Does it feel good to be back on YouTube, or should it feel bad? Should it feel slimy? Should we feel like we... I've gone back to a place where we don't belong.
2: I have mixed feelings. I feel more present and I'm more used to the the YouTube chat.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something. We don't have to try to navigate the uh, complexities of Tippy Stream and other uh, and DLive and Trovo where people are throwing fire spells at you or whatever the hell, you know? Is that
2: really what they do on Trovo?
0: I'll never understand Trovo. I... (laughs) Appreciate you guys who watch over there, and I do my best to interact. And uh, but I just everything's magical. Everything is uh, not very straightforward. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. It, I, you know, anytime you're free from Susan's jail, I suppose that's a good thing. So we'll we'll take it, and we'll see how yeah. long we survive.
2: We have to watch it though.
0: Now it's uh now I'm and now it's like a ninety day probationary period. So if I get dinged again, I can take two dings like. Two dings, they'll delete my channel outright. One more ding, they'll ban me for two weeks. So we'll see.
2: 90 days? How many shows is that?
0: Well, we're doing uh, three months and we're doing four Sunday streams. So eight Eight. a month. That's 24.
2: I have to watch what I say for 24 (laughs) streams?
0: What's the point? Why even bother? Okay. Uh, You guys know how the call-in show works, most of you. If you are (coughs) new, though, there are instructions for how to participate in the YouTube description. And um, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, of course, you can send us an email question. Uh, the one and only place you can do that is through the contact page on the website. That's Matt Christensen, Matt Christensen Media dot com slash contact. Sometimes my own name is difficult to say, you know, uh, that is the one place to send your call and show questions. There's a form on that page on the website. And we will answer your email questions in the last segment of the show as we do each and every week. We'll check in with Super Chat across various platforms, uh, every half hour as well. Anything else before we hop into the calls? Nope. All right. For the Republic is up first. Uh, for the Republic, you're good to go.
3: Hey guys, how's it going?
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Doing all right. Uh, back, back in the uh bad. back in the familiar YouTube seats. Yeah, that's Kind of nice you, you know, and kind of bad, you know.
3: Yeah, I actually kind of uh, in, enjoyed the uh, the the freedom of the the last two streams that you guys had. I know, obviously, that uh, it's been it was a headache for you you both, but yeah. Uh,
0: well, there there were some fun elements there, but it it also was just incredibly reassuring to see that you know, I mean, we we can do okay without Susan. This this community yeah. will carry on. So
2: we did hit uh, YouTube levels. Yeah on T- on D live and Trova I think we were at like forty five hundred something like that. Yeah, it's really good.
3: Yeah, I mean, and that's actually what I was just going to mention is that I you know I it, I thought it was really reassuring actually uh, seeing the numbers that yeah. you had uh, both on the call and show night and on Sunday night.
0: Yeah, it and was really uh, cool. We're really grateful for that. So thank you for being part of that community.
3: Oh yeah, well I mean we're we're here for you guys and we know that you guys are here for all of us and we definitely appreciate uh you guys bringing us the news and uh giving us a you know a a safe space for uh, a little <laughs> bit of sanity left in this world so yeah. to speak.
0: Yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah, it's uh it was really incredible. So, uh I I entered that part of the week enraged and by the end of the week I was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, Susan can have us if she wants, but I don't really care. Fuck that bitch.
3: That's kind of <laughs> how I felt the, <laughs> the uh the only thing I was maybe going to mention, you know, not 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 to tell you how to run your show by any means here. But, Careful.
0: Uh, no, go for it. <laughs> I
3: know. I know. Uh, you know, the, the one thing I noticed is that, you know, your individual episodes or episodes, your videos that you put up, and I know you just reposted them here, cobbled mm-hmm. uh, together, but is there, is there some way you could have a i don't know some kind of like newsletter or, or you know some other way because i know the the numbers weren't great on those videos individually
0: yeah well yeah i mean if i post them over on Bitshoot or uh yeah rumble you know i have like a small subscriber base over there and then i have my twitter account and i have some other social media platforms but those obviously are not the same amount of people that i have on youtube so i've been thinking about yeah. that um obviously the any important updates will always be on my website and I would encourage people to check it. But yep. I don't currently do a newsletter and I haven't really wanted to, because I I always it's hate a lot feeling of work. Sp- spammy. It's not even that much and work. It is kind of spammy. But if I if people volunteer and sign up for it and I reserve it for maybe you send it once a week, like, hey, here are the videos, or you reserve it for crucial news like that. Um yeah, I've been I've been thinking about that. And I have the functionality and the ability to do it.
3: I mean, yeah. I just, I mean, because I mean, everyone knows that unless you know one of you is getting married in the hospital, giving birth, or whatever have you, yeah. uh, the call-in show will be happening. The Sunday show will be happening, and so uh, you know that that's something everyone can count on. But yeah, yeah. Regarding I, I'm... the individual videos, and yeah,
0: yeah, I've put some thought to it, and I'll think about it some more. Um, you know, I certainly th- this. It's not as though Susan's axe is uh, unforeseen. It's always been dangling above our heads. But uh, she's not, she's
2: not going to get us for what we expect. That's what this is talking.
0: I know. I actually the cause of <laughs> it was surprising. Not the fact that it happened. Anyway, I hadn't put a lot of thought to a newsletter as a possible remedy or a possible uh, response. I don't so, know. I
2: don't know if anybody wants that.
0: If people sign up well, for it, obviously, but
2: I guess
3: but uh, yeah, well, happy to have you guys. You know, quote back, and uh, I will. I will absolutely say that you guys are definitively the cure to a boring <laughs> Wednesday night.
0: Thank you, God. Ooh. It's it's so funny. Like I would rather someone come in here and just drop the hard R than say yeah. <laughs> anything about a cure for a non-specific ailment of current relevance.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Well, I'll let you guys go. Appreciate it.
0: It's of that one. I know. Isn't it ridiculous how uh, <clears throat> how much you have to dance around uh, that sort of language? And anyway, it's gotten to the point um, The uh, I was on Twitter. I guess they did this basically the same exact thing to the drunken peasants. They they were really? talking about they were either making some jokes about vaccines or. I don't know the exact context but their explanation in, in on Twitter was like yeah we, we basically made a joke about vaccines or we made some satirical claims about vaccines that YouTube took to be medical advice mm. which is somewhat similar or very similar to what we did anyway uh, Sneed and Feed is up next Sneed and Feed you there
1: yes I'm here how's it going guys
2: hi
0: doing well how are you
1: Me and and Danny Montana doing well. Sorry about banning you on YouTube.
0: (laughs) You think he was behind it? Or just in general, you're saying?
1: No, he loves you guys. He would never get you banned. Well, no, No. but
0: he's one of the dudes who who, he might be responsible for the Streamlabs Mm -hmm. ban. His spicy Uh, chats, you know?
2: I forgot about that. That's
1: right. Yeah. Well, Streamlabs is garbage anyways. Don't worry about it. Yeah,
0: we don't need them either.
1: So... My main uh point of topic tonight I want to discuss is uh, a little bit of theology. is that okay? of course, sure, so I really blonde I have to uh compliment you having on um Roush. your oh, discussion God. with him was like lovely, and oh. I'm like part orthodox Christian, and I'm like, you know he should have done more to convert you to the the real church no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um. So have you been feeling more religious? You went back to Easter and everything?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. I've been reading the Bible, and that's been helping. But um, when I fall off the wagon, because I'm trying to read two pages a day, I feel very guilty about it. But I'm starting to take note of um, the the things that I'm doing instead of reading the Bible, because I'm always like, oh, I don't have time. But then I have time to watched five episodes of Peaky Blinders and blah, 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 blah. And so I, I really need to refocus here and do it even
1: though it's hard. Yeah. What I find, I find I like certain books of the Bible a lot more than others. Like I, d- I started
2: them- in Matthew. I did start in Genesis originally. And then I was like, uh, so I'm never going to get through this if I don't start somewhere well, the-
1: else. So. The Bible, it's really unfortunate because the Bible went through four translations to get through to English, not to mention, you know, 16th century censorship of that. So, you know, when people are like taking the Bible literally, they're like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah, it was translated from Greek to Hebrew to Latin to English. I mean, there might be a little, you know, lost in translation somewhere. Right. But um, my favorite book is the book of Enoch uh have you ever heard or read it i haven't read it so it's actually not canon in any of the mainstream churches it's only canon in the um the ethiopian orthodox church and it describes noah's great grandparents and their battles with the fallen angels who have come to earth basically so this isn't
2: even in a king james bible
1: oh no so Basically, all of the Bible the books of the Bible that are considered canon were canonically decided in the year three thirty by the Emperor Constantine. So at, like churches like I believe the Armenian Church and the um, the Egyptian Coptic churches, they separated earlier, like in the early first and second century because of differences on what they considered canon, like what they considered important to include in the Bible. So I get into huge debates with Protestants because they're, you know, one Bible. You only need the Bible, and every, you don't need anything else. Which is why I like Catholics and Orthodox because you have rituals. Rituals are important for becoming right. in tune with God. Um, and so, yeah the the Book of Enoch talks about fallen angels and how basically they were demons that came down and interbred and taught warfare to humans. Huh. Yeah, Uh, the only there's a movie, uh, Noah, I believe they made a fictional movie about it. Have you ever seen that?
2: Uh Uh-uh. I heard it was terrible.
1: Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it, but I found it really entertaining. They just had giant golems fighting, you know, these these swarms of degenerates that are coming after them. You know, I kind (laughs) of I kind of liked it.
0: So it's a it's a documentary of modern times, it sounds like.
1: Well, basically, I mean, yeah. I think we're living in the end times. I mean, the book <laughs> yeah. of Revelation, mark of the Bees, pa- va- vaccine passports. I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: maybe. We just banned those here too. Montana banned them after great. Idaho did.
1: So, that's, that's not yeah. happening here. Yeah. So, like did they make a bill and like the governor signed it and everything?
0: Uh, it's a governor's executive order. So, I'm not ex- I'm not sure what the legal authority is, but our governor has said no and so has the Idaho governor.
1: Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm Priced out of real estate in uh, the Rocky Mountains, so I'm thinking hmm. of going to like Chile or something.
0: All right,
4: well,
1: really,
0: they have good mountains yeah. there too. I b- I believe I've never been to South America, but
1: yeah. Anyway, I uh, I believe that. So what's interesting? Have you guys heard of you know the Great Flood myth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually happened and um is responsible for a bunch of uh phenomena that happened, hmm. and I believe it's going to happen again. It happens like in a rotation of every 12,000 years. And so I think it's going to happen again in the safest places in the mountains, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and there's just a lot uh, fewer people to deal with. So that's the main attraction for me.
1: <laughs> unless and you're he, dealing with the underground cities, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the thoughts. Appreciate it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No worries. Sorry. I bored you with my, my ranting. No. Uh, but
4: no I, I'm glad to hear it. It's good to
0: hear. Appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Okay, Lal Sanan. Lal, you there? How's it going? doing all right. how are you?
5: Cool. Uh, pretty good, pretty good today. Uh, I wanted to make two points about religion and then um, switch to a bit more mundane topic. okay um, So caller a while ago or it might have been within the last two weeks mentioned the issue of circumcision in Christianity and how it's in the earlier books of the Bible. It's Mm -hmm. mandatory. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that person doesn't know their scripture well at all. Um, In uh, Acts, in Galatians, uh, the Council of Jerusalem basically repealed, not all of it, but a a large chunk of Jewish law for Christians. So even within the Bible, there's no reason to believe that circumcision is mandatory for for Christianity. And I believe most churches accept that. and, uh, but have you ever considered anything about Lutheranism? Lutheranism? Yes.
2: Uh, no.
5: Um, you should read, uh, one good book from Martin Luther, um, quote, on the Jews and their lies. Am I <laughs> getting that right? Uh, the, the, uh, Welcome back to book.
0: YouTube. Yeah,
5: that's I know. A, that's, a, that's, that's an actual book. I'm not No, I know. Lie. I
2: know. Yeah, yeah.
5: It's amusing, but, uh. Yeah. Um,
2: what he was heretical. That? I don't know, <laughs> but maybe on this one issue. <laughs> um, I'm j- just saying
5: it's an interesting read.
2: It's anyway, an interesting
5: read.
0: all right.
2: Uh, I
5: wanted to see what you actually like to regularly cook and enjoy for food. I oh, have not know okay.
6: you talked
2: about that at all. Okay. Oh, either of us, both of us, either of you. Um, like what we like to cook. Uh, both. Whatever works. Um, I like to cook Dutch food. Uh, and I do lots of like Austrian style meat and potato dishes. Mm. And then I like to do kind of gourmet spins on American classics. That's that's mostly what I cook. Mm. And then we eat a, like so much red meat, a ton of red meat. So mm. I've been reverse searing lots of steaks lately. Hmm.
0: My wife is, I, th- I think it's fair to say, m- not the most experienced cook, but she really wants to become that and provide that. So she's been on this HelloFresh binge. So we do the cheating thing where we get the food in the box in the mail. That's not
2: cheating. We have Blue Apron.
0: Yeah. And and she puts it together. And so she's trying to develop her, her skills and her know-how. And I got to say, um, I guess, free advertising for HelloFresh. They've all been really good. We've been doing it for a couple months now and uh, in fact that's what i'll have for dinner tonight so i um and i haven't been the, the greatest uh cook in my lifetime there was a brief period maybe like in my early 20s where i tried to learn to cook as a means to impress women and uh it never really went anywhere so i just i don't do that anymore and now my wife cooks for me so <laughs> the proper order of the universe has been yeah. restored yeah. um but yeah What
5: yes, about it, you
2: before we give you the boot
5: uh, I'm a huge fan of red meat, so usually red meat and veggies. I, 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 just tend, to, I tend to like just the classic sear and eat it uh, quite rare versus re- the reverse sear. Oh, so, reverse
2: sear is is superior. Yeah, You got uh, to reverse sear it. Just try it. Uh, how, how do you like your meat, then? I cook it medium rare, so I typically take it out at uh, internal temperatures of 125 and then let it rest for 10 to 12 minutes.
5: Hmm. Okay. I tend to do... Rare to blue rare, so that's probably why. That would make sense. Wait, what is
2: blue rare? What just reverse here to 115, and then uh, you're good.
5: Blue rare is basically um, the, the inside of the meat is still raw.
0: The rarest rare.
5: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You just make sure that everything on the edge is cooked, and then you don't care about the internal temperature. Hmm. Hmm. So
0: Living dangerously. Good luck.
5: <laughs> uh, of course.
0: <laughs> Thank you, man. appreciate All it. All
5: right. Have a good
0: one. You as well. Okay. Kathy Bear is up next. No way. Kathy Bear, you there? Although I don't think Kathy Bear is a lady. Remember? No,
2: it's a dude. We got, he chastised Uh us.
0: Yeah. Kathy Bear is, is, uh, is a burly man. Oh, I don't know about that.
2: (laughs) You're a Twinkie man.
7: Um, about average. Yeah. Okay. All right. But, um, before I, before I, I have like three possible topics, but before that, I just wanted to tell Blonde that, um, there's, um, there, there's this podcast called, um, by, I think his name's uh, Father, uh, Mike Schmidt. Yes. He's trying to read, yeah, and he's, um, he's trying to read through the Bible. And, uh, if you go to his podcast, there's a link in there that you can go to, um, that you can go to, uh, and you get emailed a list of, uh, of, a, of like a really good order for reading the Bible.
2: Hear me out on Father Mike Schmitz. He is a very handsome homosexual man. Like he's got to be, right?
7: I don't know about that, but I
2: mean I don't know, man. Every time I watch his videos and I'm like too good looking to be celibate, I think.
0: Well, I now know. you've got me intrigued. I got to look it up.
7: He's a very he's a very sexy man. How do I spell he's, this he's guy's a, name?
2: Mike Schmitz. It's a S C H M I T Z. Like
7: I'm not gay, oh. but if I was,
2: I know, man, I know,
7: <laughs> but, um,
0: Oh, I think I've seen this guy. Hasn't he been on like Dave Rubin's show or where yeah. have I seen him before? Yeah. I've definitely seen this guy before.
2: Maybe I'm wrong. I yeah. hope I'm wrong.
7: But, um, I guess I'll go into, uh, my possible questions. Um,
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs>
7: but like, cause I only have like what, two minutes. Um, so uh, the first one, first possible one is when do you guys think personhood begins? And an extension to that is what do you guys think constitutes a person? The other one is, would you guys be for or against a law that reduces the monetary influence that special, in- special interest groups have on, um, on elections? And do you all have any ideas on how to improve the foster care system as a whole?
2: Oh, let's talk about care. foster care.
0: That, yeah, we probably got to pick like one of those because those are all. Yeah, pretty that's involved. What, yeah, that's
7: what I was saying. Oh, OK, um,
0: I don't know enough about how the current system works, but I, I'm open to learning and talk about it or talking about it.
2: I'd love to talk about foster care. Okay, I think that we need to we need to discriminate against certain kinds of families that want to foster <laughs> children.
0: <laughs> no lesbian minivans, first of all. Or What did they have a Chevy Tahoe or something like that? they had a suburban (laughs) oh yeah
2: um and then i think there needs to be more focus on putting like with like like did you hear about that white christian girl that was adopted into a muslim family in like birmingham and they just treated her like garbage no so some simple fixes there birmingham alabama no no it was in the birmingham Um, uk yeah i i think that we need to focus on like if this child is like a the white group is a white Christian until age six and put, put them with a white Christian family. Like let's be real simple fixes like this. Also no homosexuals. I'm sorry Whew. at all. I mean, come on, come on. This is not well, that crazy. Uh,
0: I, we've talked about this one before. Uh, best interest of the child has to be first and foremost. And the, I, I'm not coming at this from a perspective of it must be allowed or it's obviously exactly the same thing the only caveat i would put on that or consideration is there i would think there have to be better situ there has to be situations that are best for the kid or better than uh not let's say let's say that there's a stable healthy gay family that that kid could go to
2: all five is of it, those black kids from houston came from unstable single mother households and they seemingly were going into better situations I, and now they're all dead so I, I,
0: I'm not saying that there aren't risks to be considered or that it's exactly the same as a a traditional heterosexual marriage. I don't think it's exactly the same, but.
2: Can we use some common sense approaches here, though?
0: Well, I just I worry about blanket restrictions. Like if you are this, you can't adopt.
2: How else are we supposed to do it?
0: Case by case basis. Evaluate the person.
2: Okay, evaluate the person. And if they're homosexual, say no.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I, I, to me, I don't think that that would be a, a strong enough reason to deny what could be a good situation for that child. I, well, I'm not the saying there aren't problem, any considerations, but
2: the biggest problem in foster care is sexual abuse. I mean, hmm. people use foster care as a pedophile ring. So I think that the thing that needs to be done is there needs to be more accountability to um, some sort of authority figure. They need to be checking in and being more honest about what's going on in the household. Hmm. And they need to look for more permanent situations because the most screwed up situ- uh, system or for, for each child is when they are cycling through foster yeah. homes.
0: And I, I don't come at this from an ideological perspective, like this must be allowed. I think the most frustrating thing that we've referenced before is I just want to know what are we dealing with? Like I'd like to get objective analysis and study done on this what are the outcomes what sort of risk are we looking at you can't really get that the the uh objective study of of this sort of thing is so rare and frowned upon in most academic environments that we don't have a lot of great information to make this sort of judgment on because it's so politically loaded we're all supposed to believe that that uh gay couples gay marriage gay raising of children is exactly the same thing as yeah. heterosexual and i, I I don't know that it's exactly the same thing. I don't know what the risks are to the child or what sort of trends exist or not, but it's tough to get that information. Anyway, we've sort of obviously you've hit something that interests us, Kathy Bear. Um, do you have uh, thoughts on the topic? Not necessarily gay adoption, but just foster care in general that you brought up.
7: Um, well, I don't know about the legality of it, but in general, I mean, I would be against like gay gay couples adopting, mm-hmm. but that's I guess this is more of a rule for private, private businesses. They can decide who they want to give kids to. But in terms of adopt, I mean, uh, foster care. I think one of, one of the biggest issues they have is the monetization of children. Hmm. And um, hmm. I think we should probably look look to that. I have an idea that put that people probably would a lot of people on the show would disagree, which would be like a UBI. That, but. Because at, because that gives money to people who would normally uh, go into the foster care for money, while at the same time um, it doesn't monet, it doesn't like monetize it doesn't monetize uh, children. So like my idea of a lot of people say a like UBI would be like giving kids money too, but I would restrict that to only like sixteen or eighteen year olds getting start they start getting the money.
2: Oh, so the UBI would be for the foster child? Mm.
7: It would be it would be for anybody in general. Um, and, and how would kids, this
2: not incentivize people to become foster parents?
7: Uh, because because at that point, foster care, I mean, you, uh, the foster parents don't get money anymore.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay.
7: Yeah.
2: I'd be open to that.
0: Uh, is there a reason that this sparks your, in- I don't mean to prod personally, but is, is there a reason that this is something that is of uh, big, big concern to you?
7: Well, I'm a black child raised by a lesbian couple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were not. You're not in the ocean. Congratulations.
7: <laughs> yeah, but it's just really just um, I'm I'm pro life, like a really big mm-hmm. pro life advocate, and yeah. so uh, pro choice people often attack me for um that they say I don't think enough about born children. So like, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, about I'm trying to think about things for born children too.
0: And I agree that um being being pro life means that we have to. Take these considerations very seriously. I, 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 think that we'd all agree that we want the best care for that child, and uh, whatever that may be, is the route that we should go. But the answers to these questions are so difficult to come by. Objectively speaking. Answer. Yes, <laughs> anyway, uh, thank well, you, I, I just
7: wanted, to, I just want to say uh, before I go, thank you guys for letting me on. Uh, you're my favorite podcast. Oh well, thanks. And uh, I love you guys so.
2: Oh, I love you too. Thank you.
7: All right. Bye.
0: Okay, Josh and Jesus is up next. Josh, you there?
2: Hi, Josh.
8: Hello?
2: Hi.
0: What's on your mind?
8: Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Um, I got something I want to touch on today, but before I do that, you guys like hearing little bits of good news, right?
0: Sure, always.
8: (laughs) Okay, you're not going to hear this in the news, but I personally was able to put a stop to the Minneapolis riots today. Okay. oh really
2: <laughs> do tell yeah
8: i thought of this ingenious plan get this so i went to the minneapolis riots and i had this megaphone right mm-hmm. um and if you've ever been over there you know that minneapolis is not far from the wisconsin border yeah yeah so i grabbed the megaphone and i said he said let up, riders i said uh they're gi- they're giving away a free pair of air force ones they're giving away three pairs of air force ones over in wisconsin They looked at me like, what? I said, first hundred rioters to Wisconsin get a free pair of Nike Air Force Ones and a 40 ounce bottle of Old English. I stampeded across uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin and everything, and now Minnesota's safe again.
1: And
0: Wisconsin is back to rioting. Speaking of Wisconsin rioting, uh, quietly, the officer who shot. Uh, Jacob Blake in Kenosha that caused all the rioting. Uh, Let, which...
2: free, nothing, yeah. no charges. Yeah. He's
0: back on the force and that whole incident, Kyle, the, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse incident was over something that uh, was totally justified.
8: <sighs> yeah, good. I'm, I'm happy for that cop and I don't even like cops, but he didn't do nothing wrong, so. Yeah. Um, But one thing to touch on today is I'm actually pissed off at our own side today. Hmm. Um, and the people I'm pissed off at it may surprise you. Project Veritas.
0: But really? they do. Why?
8: Okay, so they exposed like like a bunch of uh, CNN stuff today. They they yeah. uh, you know how they like get people to talk undercover and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, I get saw a
2: TLDR. I didn't see this. Oh, oh, do you want to get?
0: Do you want to explain, Josh?
8: Okay, so um, basically, Project Veritas went over undercover and got this CNN tech guy to to basically admit that uh, CNN was intentionally. Uh, Bashing Trump so that Joe Biden could win the election to make a long story short. Um, and uh, the the CNN guy admitted like all their tactics and everything. It was like really actually pretty intriguing stuff. Yeah. You can see it on YouTube. I'm Pro- Project he's Veritas. A he's a
0: technical director. He's he's fairly high up.
8: Yeah, but my problem is this: this is the second time in two or three weeks that Project Veritas has exposed and ruins a guy's life who has nothing to do with this shit. This guy is a pecker. He has no say over the content that they put out on CNN. He, all he does is like make sure that the screens look good on YouTube and stuff. You know what I mean?
2: But is he um, a retard he leftist?
8: A... What? <laughs> he is he is. a retard
2: leftist? Yeah.
8: <laughs> well, but... I don't know if he's a leftist or not, but it doesn't matter. This guy, when he was, when he was saying on um, what CNN does, mm-hmm. he didn't seem like he was even all that cool with it. Like, he seemed like he was conflicted about it. Hmm. So like um, I don't understand what Project Veritas, I felt like it was really morally out of place for Project Veritas huh? to expose his name and well, face anyway, because like I feel like we on the right have to have better principles than that. Now, this no. guy would have been cocky about it, like, yeah, we're CNN and we're moving this, but and we're doing this, and what can you do about it? That's one thing. But this guy uh, was conflicted about. It. there's no reason to ruin this man's life. Who has nothing oh, to his do with life
2: anything. is not going to be ruined. and Dude, dude will be fine.
0: Well, here's another angle just to consider the ethics. And I'm I'm not uh, saying Project Veritas is, is wrong for this necessarily. But my understanding is they hooked that guy through Tinder, right? <laughs> Isn't that how it happened? Yeah,
8: Project Veritas basically sends pretty girls to date guys.
0: That's so, how they that, did this. this. Like she wore a
8: wire. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, I told yeah. you weeks ago that they have multiple honeypot operations. It's always yeah, some hot yeah, yeah. chick at a bar and she's like, yeah. so can you tell me more about the inner workings of your company?
0: Yeah,
8: exactly.
2: And the guy's like, ooh, yeah, and puts his dick on the table. Yeah, that's how it goes.
8: But I just don't see what this guy did to where they needed to expose him. He's a, he's a yeah. tech director. He's got no say in what well, they do. But
0: but he is a tech director, so he has knowledge. I think would, – would it be fair to say that that the knowledge that he provided – is worthy of reporting. Maybe we, maybe you just shouldn't target the yeah, person as much. Yeah, it's worthy of reporting,
8: but we could, we could, we could at least cover his face. I mean, we've all had bosses in the past. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. That they were into some shady stuff, and we kept our mouths shut because we wanted to keep working and feed our families. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. So I again, I just they put this guy's name out there, his face, everything. I and they did this to a Facebook employee too, like three weeks ago. Eh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
8: Fuck those people. I don't care.
0: Well, and I will. I would you say? Uh, I see where you're coming from, too. But I do think that there is rightly or whether it's right or wrong, I think that there is an ethical distinction between getting into the workplace as an intern and ha- that that sort of stuff that is formally within the place of work versus the honeypot operation, as you call it. I, I don't know. I could make I'd have to sit down and think about this. Is it right? Is it wrong? I think the, the information is certainly worthy of public scrutiny, but the tactics are are gray for sure
8: well yeah and again if this guy was all cocky about it right like yeah i'm so glad cnn is doing this then i would say screw him you know what i mean
0: well why would the ethics be determined be by different.
8: his reaction though i I mean i just don't i mean it would be like okay you know how um, the left likes to dox people and likes to dox their families or whatever yeah sure um I would dox a leftist back in a second, but I would never actually dox his mom and his sister and all that sort of stuff. That's <laughs> where I draw a line. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it's the same thing here. That this Project Veritas should be doxing if they're gonna dox somebody from CNN, it should be somebody who actually writes the cue cards or has some say in how CNN actually operates. Hmm. You know? You guys don't well, have a moral problem with this, really?
0: Uh no, no I'm not I'm not saying that the that the criticisms are out of place. I, I'm I'm trying to give them as much. Uh, I mean, you're not going to convince Blonde because Blonde has no sympathy for these people. I'm trying to give no the, uh, no criticism.
2: principles is what you. Yeah, meant I'm to trying say. to give
0: these as much um, as much credit as I can because I do think that the factual revelations are worthy of. Uh, public attention and public knowledge. At the same time, I see where you're coming from. And
2: I haven't watched it, so I don't even know if I can opine intelligently on this. However, uh, I think that we're at the point in this war where merely by virtue of being a leftist, I don't fucking care what happens.
8: (laughs) Yeah, I have to stick with my morals and principles no matter what, Lon. So I got to disagree with you on that. Like, I just, I mean, we on the right are supposed to be, that's the, the, the stuff Veritas did today. That's the kind of stuff Antifa would do. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, well, we got to get in the mud. Well, Antifa
0: we? would have just laid his house on fire. Okay. Yeah, really. <laughs> Taking care of it that way. But I know I, I, I understand. I, I see what, what you're, you're saying. From. That this is this is deception. This is deception on a personal level rather than professional. And it is. To the to give your point as much credit as possible, you can reveal you can give the factual relevant uh, revelation that is of public interest without going after a guy personally. It is possible to yeah, do that.
8: That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Literally, so, exactly what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I understand your point for sure. Thank you for the thoughts. I um, appreciate
8: it. Yeah, no problem. Hey guys, I you know I, I hope I, I was didn't get to it. I'm still a big fan of yours and all that, but you know, it's just something that this is something that just upset me. So I wanted to sure. you
0: I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you uh, bring that sort of pushback to things that, that it's such red meat, you know, to see like ah look at CNN, a bunch of propagandists, what pieces of crap, and and have no consideration for the principles at stake. So I'm glad you're sticking up for those.
8: Yeah. Well, um, thanks guys. I know I've kept you kind of long, so I'll let you get to your next call, but yeah, just that's about it. Have
0: have a great night. Appreciate it.
8: Bye. You too. Thanks.
0: Okay. We are due for a break. Um, Let me see what's going on over on tippy stream.
2: It's so faggy. I wish they would have called it literally anything else.
0: (laughs) Hey, uh, it, this is all Streamlabs' fault. We can't hang out there anymore. There are a bunch of the people who run Tippy Stream are European, though. What would you expect?
2: Yeah, Blonde. those capri-wearing homosexuals.
0: Bosephus says, "Blonde, congrats on getting Vince uh, as a soon-to-be Coeur d'Alene resident." Matt, Vince went to Montana and said it was awful. Also, Utah is a constitutional carry state starting May 1st. Vince gave Utah a six out of ten. Not bad. Uh, if he said Montana was awful, he didn't do Montana right. If you just drive down the interstate, um, yeah, you're probably not getting the the proper experience. But uh, that's okay. I want people to think Montana is awful. It sucks. Stay out yeah. of here. Stay far away. Um, anyway, uh, congrats on concealed carry, or, uh, constitutional carry in uh, in Utah. Let's see. Uh, Anonymous okay. says, "If COVID deaths are people who died with COVID, can vaccine deaths be counted as people who died with the vaccine? If gang violence, car accidents, and overdoses count for COVID, they should count for the vaccine too. Fair is fair. I agree. That sounds perfectly reasonable to me." Yep. Like to watch says, "I was too complacent to look into D Live and Trovo until you got hit with the banhammer. Thanks for the push, Susan. Well, there you go. I hope that people give them a fair shot and um." D live has had its problems too. Uh, I know, I think Trovo even banned Owen Benjamin or somebody who did they ban?
2: Yeah, they did ban Owen Benjamin. So
0: That's Trovo right. is not perfect either. These days it's just about hedging your bets, you know, pick your favorite and we'll work with it. The redneck Ram says Matt and I once made love and he ghosted me for a whole week. He then tried to apologize by throwing our Lord Susan wiki wiki under the bus. Should I forgive him all glory to Lord Susan? Well, as I said on Twitter, I have to praise Dr. Fauci, president G, Lord Susan WikiWiki, I would never question a world health organization. Of course, I would never question any of the uh, the wisdom of any of them. So uh, and I've learned that I've learned that the hard way after the band. Uh, Let's see over on Trovo. uh, Let's see. We got Ron Helton, Mike Hawk, 420 Blazin and uh, Nerms (laughs) casting spells and doing various Trovo things. And um, Dirt Digger over on. D-Live says blonde interview AI AIU. Also blonde compound yet.
2: Okay, and no. <laughs> you
0: you had to Did you ever make up with AIU after you smeared him thinking he was He's the one,
2: right? He's, no, he's you, not the one.
0: You thought oh, he was teal deer. He's the kangaroo, right. right? And yeah. teal deer is the one that went after you.
2: I didn't. I think I apologized to him, but um have we made up? AIU is that atheism is unstoppable. Yeah, I don't know. The thing is, Atheists there's too many. Me.
0: There's too many animal avatars for a while. There, like,
2: yeah,
0: you know, I got bearing, and that's about the all the animal avatars I can handle, pretty much.
2: That's true. Oh, <laughs> bearing. I haven't seen him in a while.
0: I haven't talked to him for a bit ever since their kid was born. It'd be nice to catch up.
2: I bet that's a good looking kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope so. It's. I think they're doing the
2: well. right amount of Asian.
0: <laughs> the the perfect mix. Yeah. All right. Um, What do we got on YouTube? Uh,
2: By the way, people are noticing that I got a new webcam. You guys did that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's uh, I think it's looking a lot better. Um, Long Don John says, has everyone been enjoying the opening events of the 2021 Minneapolis jogging marathon? Loving it.
0: Dude, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad in two or three weeks. This is just the opening act. And uh, I, I got a great image that I want to share on Sunday. I'm sure we'll talk about all the riot ongoing. Well, first of all, the, the progressive collision of like, hey, congrats on your chick cops. But but sorry, they still shoot black guys, too. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> when I when, when I saw the news breaking, I thought, OK, this is the best blonde fodder I've ever seen. Chick. Oh, cop. I,
2: I I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, <laughs> I know somebody's dead, but this is hilarious. Right. This is, it's an all around great story. And the Sam Hyde thing. You know, I loved Sam Hyde before, but rewatching that clip today, I was like, wow,
0: I will play it on Sunday. Sam Hyde mere weeks ago made this prophetic statement about how that was weeks ago the, the clip that I saw it was posted on YouTube March 23rd. So I don't know if that's when it was recorded. So I don't actually know when he said this, but he had this prophetic statement about chick cops being too freaked out in heated situations and they will mistake a taser for a gun and shoot you.
2: Man, if I could get an interview with Sam Hyde.
0: <laughs> Next mass shooting. We have to get him and say exclusive interview with the shooter himself.
2: How does one go about finding Sam Hyde?
0: I have no idea. Mm. Um, but any the, the other thing I saw that was just the, as far as the rioting that's happened, a business with a big sign. Uh, something like we love the black community. Black Lives Matter solidarity. And windows all smashed out. Graffiti <laughs> all over it. <laughs> it didn't save you. Oh,
2: no. oh, this female cop! Yeah, but, oh my god! Is, I thought I grabbed my my taser, but it was my gun, and I shot him a bunch of times. Did you? Hear if he would have been following instructions; he wouldn't have died either.
0: So. He did start the whole situation. That's yeah. true. Uh, he, he's responsible for the escalation. It's
2: so funny. I mean, what am I supposed to think about this?
0: Did you hear how long that chick cop has been on the force?
2: Twenty years.
0: Yeah, twenty six.
2: Yeah, listen. No chick cops. Not even <laughs> once. If there's a chick cop, she better be like a level 10 dyke. <laughs> like softball. The sort of bitch you would never let life.
0: adopt anyone. That's who it exactly. has to be.
2: <laughs> yeah. That should be on the test for the police force. Yeah. Could I adopt a child to this person? If no, consider further.
0: All right. Fair enough.
2: Um Holden Mulray. Hi, truth seekers. One way to skirt federal overreach is a minimalist lifestyle to degree possible. Less work for stuff. Less tax and reg regulations. Mm. I vaguely recall some big dude shrugging once. Thoughts. That's a that is a good way. All, all of us need to scale down the consumerism. I say as I literally got four boxes from Amazon today. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's like 3 a.m. I'm like, I need platform sneakers. It's a real problem. Hmm. I gotta stop. But yeah, if we all pared down the consumerism, I think that they would um be able to control us less. Logan Orr says, if you're wondering, Randy Weaver is actually a really nice guy. Now, if you'd excuse me, I have a World War II Harley that needs brought back to life. I wonder cool. what Randy Weaver is like now.
0: Yeah, I'd, I imagine talking to him. That'd be incredible. And uh, that sounds like a cool project. Enjoy it.
2: Josh and Jesus, the rioters can be tranquilized with Lean. What is that?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. How do I you think. spell it?
2: S-I-P-L-E-A-N. S-I-P-L-E-A-N.
0: Uh Purple drink?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, purple drank. I didn't know that. Yeah. Jenny Nickham says, thanks for keeping us sane. Thank you for the donation, Jenny. I appreciate it. Uh, Drew Rue Beru says, blonde as a mother, has your opinion changed on dating single moms? Um. Okay, my thing on single moms, I've been too hard on them in the past. And what I'm realizing now is when you have a baby with somebody, it puts you in a very vulnerable position. Uh, some single moms have made one bad sexual decision and that's literally it which among us have not made one bad sexual decision everyone be honest with yourself um most single moms however have done a lot more than that and you probably shouldn't date them but like if you meet a woman and she's upfront about it and she's like listen i had sex with the wrong guy this was a major mistake in my life and if you have kids too or you've done something like that you know i'm not i'm not going to be like don't get together. Right. I'm going to get ripped for this really hard. (laughs) You seem to have nothing to say.
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess I, well, for, for me, uh, when I was, uh, when we were doing the dating thing a few years ago, outside of very restricted circumstances, say like someone who was, uh, widowed or something like that.
2: That is not the same thing.
0: Yeah. For me, that's basically, I really would not consider it. Um,
2: what if but, you were an older man that also had children?
0: See, I think that's a different circumstance. Yeah. For me, definitely. I was late twenties, early thirties and looking to have kids and all that sort of stuff. The thing that actually freaks me out. I mean, I do think there are considerations for the mom. I would have a lot of questions about how she ended up in that situation. But honestly, the thing that yeah. freaks me out is if I'm taking like, first of all, I think there are probably going to be problems with taking care of someone else's child. Uh, just inherently. Not that I would say you're wrong to do it or anything like that. I just there are, are complications that I would prefer to avoid. But the other complication right. is that means there's a guy out there who wants to kill me. You know, that's that true. like there's that kid's dad wants me dead. I don't and know. I want there nothing are to lots of
2: absentee that. fathers that just don't give a shit about. Their I kids. don't
0: know. I want nothing to do with that situation. If you're a single
2: mom and you're looking to date, look for a single dad. Sure, that's alls that right. Yeah.
0: yeah, similar circumstances. I get it.
2: Uh, last one for right now, Black Magic. My name is Blonde, and I have one job. That job is to let you know that I think Ben Shapiro ugh, is the <sighs> most based and of all red pillars. He's definitely not the controlled opposition. Echo, echo, echo. Yes, I love Ben Shapiro. I love him. You know, my husband listens to Ben You're Shapiro. You're an I'll, I'll hear his little voice coming out of the bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing? Is ben Shapiro in my house? <laughs> I, I actually don't say that to him. I just... Sees on the inside. So he
0: works his way in one way or another.
2: I know he does work his way in.
0: <sighs> All right. Uh, let's get back into the calls. I'm already a little bit behind. Uh, Mall is up next. Mall, you there?
9: Yes, it is me. What's on your mind? Uh, so I got a choice. You got a choice between two topics. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you have a choice between build large mansion, the by large mansions or unpopular opinion.
0: Uh, for a- uh what are uh, i always love unpopular opinions but what are the ma- what's the mansions about i'm not clear
9: uh uh latrice the co-founder oh the up, black the, lives
0: like, matter chick let's yeah, talk about unpopular that's why i say
9: by large mansions bl oh
0: god I, I see i understand yeah. let's talk unpopular opinion
9: uh so I well, I posted on Facebook saying that this may that it may have been an unpopular opinion because I have a lot of conservative friends as well. Mm-hmm. as... The, I, I have a mix because you know, centrist centrist independent guy. So I gotta gotta get a mix. Yeah, sure. Um, so I decided. So I said, you know what? I think every single cop should just resign in the Twin Cities area.
0: Ooh, why?
9: because it's become abundantly clear that the uh, that the people the activist stuff just wants to get rid of the police so badly especially oh, I the, see especially the um, the Minneapolis City council yeah so if it's become abundantly clear that after all of this the, the Dante Wright and George Floyd and all that that they don't want the police says so like just give the activists what they want and see how fast they ask <laughs> for it back or yeah. see how fast the community just turns
0: on them. Yeah, just or just like a general strike, you know. Maybe they don't resign. Maybe they just uh, sit out for a couple days.
9: I mean, I was uh, I was thinking about that, but then, but then, uh, yeah, I thought about that, and maybe that probably might be a better option. But I just like the whole shock. I just like the, sh- the just shock of because let's let's face it. If when if if Derek Chauvin gets uh, convicted against against yeah. um, uh, the not guilty verdict. I'm looking, it's, I'm looking at this. I'm just like, there's no way they're going to get a mom murder. And no, there might actually so. be enough. There might actually be enough reasonable doubt for the manslaughter, so that he might end up getting acquitted on all all the charges. That if the, he, but let's just say hypothetically that he gets, he does get hit with the conviction. I think a lot of officers are just going to be like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to resign. And yeah. it's yeah, funny because, and it's funny because I get a lot of some of my leftist friends saying, "Well, there's a, some of these officers. Remember when the officers were quitting on mass last year?
0: Uh, yeah, was, it's going on in it, a lot of cities generally.
9: Yeah, and there's like they're just uh, some of them's like they're just mad that they're not being going to be held accountable, or didn't, or some of them's like they they're just mad because they don't get to kill black folks. It's like this yeah, is yeah, such a such a Overstretch of a straw man yeah i and i was just like maybe if maybe it's like maybe they just, just hate the fact that they don't want to be working in a profession that where they just get hated constantly every single day uh,
0: yeah 100 like, percent.
9: i don't know
2: be- it would be so awful why would anybody be a cop
9: yeah a cop? No, that's what i ask it's like i i wanted I almost wanted to be one back when i was when i was when I was small you know you know little kids have their you know, it's like I want to be an astronaut or whatever yeah, yeah I actually did want to want to be a police officer because I actually got um uh, I, I was actually around police officers so. yeah now I was just like I don't think why why would i why the hell would I ever want to be a police officer no. this is the kind of treatment I want to get like I'd rather be a teacher. Because at least teachers have to—I mean, you still have to deal with kids.
0: Well, not these days. You get paid not to work now. You get to hide uh, from yeah. coronavirus uh, for a full-time salary. Uh,
9: <laughs> I like—I like the—I sw- like to—I like—I to, like, I mean, yeah, but I like to—I like to interact with the kids in person. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's kind of better. It's kind of better that way. No, I know,
0: and that—that's the—that's the irony too. Is a lot of these activists tend to be anti-gun also. So yeah. I would like to see, yeah, okay, you guys live in the inner city where <laughs> you're a good law-abiding guns are banned citizen, and also there are no cops to call. See how long you enjoy that one. I, I would love to watch that reality show. This is made.
9: why I love the fact that I live in the, in the state of Texas. Yeah, because there's no way because even in even in like a blue city of dallas or even austin you still got that you still got a chance of getting shot at a k if you decide to go go scale against the wrong person
4: yeah yeah
9: and i kind of wish they had constitutional carry though Mm. well
0: maybe we got to let you go but thank you for uh for calling in yeah thank you have a good night
9: all right nice
0: Yeah, we've had constitutional carry in Montana for what a month or two now. Uh, I've not seen a have massive, things changed. And uh, oh, it's, oh, it's just it's war zone in the streets. You know, everyone just shooting <laughs> yeah. at each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's people don't understand who were they were freaking out about this because they're allowing constitutional carry on college yeah. campuses too. It's but like, it t- doesn't
2: matter if there are no black people in your state. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> well, uh, the the thing, the point that I was going to make. Is oh, that that's not what are you going to say? That was not the point that I was going to make. The point that I was it's going shame. to make was uh is that th- these people have no concept of how many guns are around them at any at any point in time. They're everywhere. They just don't see them cuz they're in trucks in backpacks. They're concealed. They're on, you know, whatever. Oh, it, oh no, they don't have the piece of plastic issued from the state that says they're a good boy. It's <laughs> good uh, boy. It's not going to change anything. Anyway, uh, New Direction, you there?
10: G'day. I am a good boy for the record. Okay. That's I've, I've got all pieces of paper to, to verify that. Where are you from? Australia from oh. Melbourne.
2: Why do I always think you guys are British?
10: Um, I don't know. All foreigners sound the same, maybe? I don't know. No,
0: yeah. I can tell Ozzy from...
2: Now I can, From yeah. British, for sure.
0: Can
10: you tell the difference with New Zealand? That
0: one's tough, no. but I think I can if I heard them... So-
10: their, their okay. vowels are all moved across by one. What does that mean? But, well, there's a swatch in their bells. So A, what? they pronounce as E, E, they pronounce swatch as I. Swatch sort of in thing. their veils. Vo- maybe. Well,
1: I understand I mean, what you're saying. I'm just trying go, to follow the rule. Give me
10: 56 bucks of f- fush and chips. <laughs> instead of give me fish Fosh and chips. And chops.
4: Ah. Ah. Fush
10: and chops. Fush though. What the hell? But their consonants sound the same as Australians, so that's probably why we sound the same. This
2: can't be what you wanted to talk about.
10: I wanted to talk about, you'd either call it climate change or global warming, depending what your political bias is. All right. I'll
0: take your pick, yeah.
10: Call it whatever you want
0: and let us know your thoughts.
10: All right. Well, can I I, uh, put you in the shoes of someone who's really concerned about this thing? Okay. And so imagine that you're you're in the position that you think some catastrophic bad outcome for humanity is going to happen mm-hmm. and it's proportional to the amount of greenhouse gases that are produced and as far as you've studied the greenhouse effect is a thing because in literal greenhouses there is this thing called the greenhouse effect and is is there anything that one could say or do to open your mind to other possibilities Um, if you're in that position that you think the world's, you know, going to some catastrophic outcome, Hmm. the weather changes daily. So if the weather goes up, you go, yep, there's definitely climate change. If the weather goes down, you go, ooh, well, the weather went down a lot and it would have gone down more if there wasn't climate change. And if nothing happens, you go, ooh, well, the weather would have gone down, but the the temperatures increased from climate change. So there's like nothing the universe could do to show you in the data that your theory might not be correct. Yeah. So confirmation bias just keeps you going in that cycle. Is there anything one could do to open your mind to thinking that maybe it could be challenged?
2: Are you asking me to get into the mind of a huge retard? Yes.
10: Yes. That's exactly Uh, what I'm asking you to do.
2: It's very difficult for me because of my very, very high IQ. I'm just joking. Um,
0: Female scientist over here. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. That's a funny uh, oxymoron. I don't know. I mean, you have to argue emotionally with these people.
0: Well, okay. here's yeah. what I would say. And actually, I, I buy this I, uh, as a philosophy for myself, but I, I would hope that we could agree on this sort of thing as someone who's more of a climate alarmist. Uh, even if I grant all the premises about greenhouse gases, about a warming or at least uh, a global climate that is changing, the the answer to what the solution to that sort of thing to me is obviously not – Uh, Cut a bigger check to the IRS or have Greta Thunberg manage it for you, even if it is a a giant threat. uh, The question to me is, in what do you place your faith to solve that threat? Would it be uh, energy experts and even um, people in other forms of private industry who have technological expertise in how we innovate and respond to these things? Or is it Joe Biden and company? Sitting around in some meeting in DC. I, I would hope that we could find common ground on that that, that, that private and market solutions to this sort of thing are probably best. But even that is maybe a bridge too far for a lot of these people. They think that if you just pay the feds enough, they'll save us from a climate catastrophe.
10: Yeah. No, that, that's a good take. And it, it sort of derails what I was going to ask next, which is what if we uh, replace greenhouse gas with printing money and catastrophic warming with hyperinflation? How does, how does we, we just there?
0: we preempt that disaster with a quicker disaster? Is that what you're saying?
10: Hmm. No, like well, I, I guess the, the parallel that I wanted to make is on the right. Typically, people are very skeptical of claims of catastrophic global warming, but mm-hmm. are very open to claims of catastrophic hyperinflation. Okay. And the data appear relatively flat, both in temperature and in inflation over the, the past sort of year or whatnot. So I guess my argument was: at what point do you see the data not aligning, and ask, "Is this theory correct?" Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm on team skeptical of hyperinflation claims, and I understand that goes against the trend of what most people in these circles feel. And so I guess to me, I saw a parallel between those two issues.
0: Well, what are the real quick before we let you go? What are the limitations of that? That is to say, if if the if the concept of what is it that you dispute? A hyperinflation or inflation? What's mm. wrong with that theory? If there, if there isn't, well, let's put it this way: Why can't the government just print money and uh, and all of us be rich?
10: So, I mean, the amount of value you have is is the difference between the work you do to get some store of value to buy things and uh-huh. the value of those things you buy, and the amount of money that's printed is the medium of exchange. Uh, And the fundamental equality that holds is every time you make a transaction, you exchange some money to get something of value. And that thing that costs some amount of value, that was the same sort of price it took to get produced. If all profits are divided up to being someone's wages somewhere at the end of the day and over the course of the year in an economy, The total sum of the value of all things that are produced will be equal to the total amount of all money that's changed hands multiplied by the number of average time it does that. So price times quantity equals money times number of times it changes hands.
2: But isn't it troubling to you that more money is being printed? We have record amounts of debt, but inflation isn't increasing at a drastic rate. That leads me to believe, which we already know because of quantitative easing, that there are artificial forces at play that are that's keeping inflation steady when it should be increasing at a rapid rate. That's why people think hyperinflation is coming. This well, is not no, so, sustainable.
10: Yeah. So so price times quantity equals money times velocity. If you increase money, that could mean there's an increase in price. <coughs> but the first assumption of macroeconomics is that prices don't change. Prices are sticky is what they say and there are two other variables that could absorb that that slack which is the amount of things that are being produced increases because technology makes us more efficient or means we can produce more things for the same sort of cost so that finite amount of money is if it doesn't increase is in competition for more things when there's increases in technology or whatnot so you have both simultaneous increases in money And in efficiencies or technology or whatnot that increase GDP, which puts pressure the other way on price levels. And so at least according to the standard textbook models, you'll go through the sort of um, ADAS uh, movements there. And depending which of those effects is bigger, it could go one way or the other
0: all right well thank you for the thoughts man we gotta let <laughs> hey, you uh, i'll leave you to it yeah thank sorry
10: you sorry to get too technical gossip.
0: no no i appreciate the explanation thank yeah. you all right see night.
10: you
2: guys i gotta stop waiting <laughs>
0: uh okay let's let's take one more call before we take a break El oh is up next. It's already time again yeah I, i'm not doing great on the clock but that's uh par for the course i never am Elvaquero, you there
11: yeah how are you doing tonight what
0: up? Doing well. How are you?
11: I'm doing okay. So the big news locally for New Mexico is that we just legalized um, recreational weed.
0: Okay. Hmm. That kind of surprises me. I figured you guys already would have it.
11: Well, we we had medical marijuana for a long time. But, yeah. you know, one of the arguments for legal, legal weed is that, you know, it, it gets rid of the black markets for it. Mm -hmm. And people have been talking about it on local media and I've ignored the shit out of them because I was like, you know, I'll just go read the bill. And when I went read the bill, oh my God, it's going to be a clusterfuck.
0: Okay. So what's wrong with it?
11: So the first page is the statement of intent and reasons and all that. All the way up through page 11 after that is nothing but definitions all the way up to the bottom of page 53 after that is all of the regulatory structure, including creating a new agency that can create new rules and licensing yeah, and all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it finally gets to the portion where it decriminalizes it. So, and then after that, it has to change other laws. So it took 178 pages to, to legalize a fucking plant. I mean, right. it's. It... <laughs>
0: And this is because of bureaucratic infrastructure, basically?
11: Yes. And the way it's geared, I'm pretty sure it's going to be for, you know, we don't like you. You don't get a license. You're a big player who donates. I'm sure it'll be Uh, used that way.
0: Well, I wonder, um, have we have so many states that have legalized now is it true that it actually eliminates the black market because it seems to me if you throw up a bunch of regulatory hurdles for how you operate
2: then they would still have a black market for it yeah
0: like what yeah. what's going to stop yeah. your your sleazy neighbor from just growing the plants in his basement anyway and doing yeah, and, uh, well, you know doing cash sales
11: well i'm i'm pretty sure that that's going to happen because it's you know i i i've only smoked weed 4 times in my life so you know, I, I don't know what the price is. I'm hearing like three hundred dollars an ounce or some shit. Hmm. It's like the regulatory structure is going to make it like three hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. But they do allow um, per person up to six mature plants and six immature plants on your property to grow it yourself. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. But you
0: can't you can't sell just for personal <laughs> use or what?
11: Personal use, and if you want to give it away. Okay. And. 12 plants, 12 mature plants per household. So I talked to a guy who's I guess I would describe him as a high functioning chronic because he smokes it all the time. Hmm. And, and he's, I, you know, I was asking him, I'm like, man, I should just grow a whole bunch and just give it away to screw up the, the regulatory structure <laughs> yeah. and how much can you get per plant? And he's like, if you do things right, you'll get a half a pound per plant. Wow. I was like,
2: holy shit, yeah, but how long does it take to harvest the half of the pound?
11: I don't know, I mean, he manages to do it while he's stones, so
2: <laughs> no, but like how long does it uh have to grow for I don't know anything about about marijuana he He was
11: saying <laughs> live the year
2: <laughs> no, I don't know anything about um growing marijuana. I know a lot about consuming marijuana, yeah, <laughs> but uh yeah I... So if you can do that every, was, can you do that every six months?
0: He
11: was saying it takes about three months if you're cloning.
2: Oh, then that's enough personal for somebody that like is smoking a quarter a day. Well, I mean, he, which is he, a, he lot said, of weed. There's a lot of weed.
11: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he said four ounces lasts him about a month. And like he smokes it in the morning. He smokes it in the afternoon. He smokes
2: four ounces a month? Yeah. <laughs> <My God.
11: laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> but I was just thinking it's like why not get people to start just like growing it in their gardens and giving it away to screw over the crony system that, that's being built over. And it. that's that's legal in so. the bill.
0: Yeah. That's totally square?
11: Totally square. You just can't huh. sell it.
0: Interesting. Okay, so as long as no nothing of value is exchanged. Mhm. Wow. Okay. Well, uh yep. thanks for letting us know. Keep an eye on it. I I I would like to as, as more states legalize, mine included, I'd like to see how many of the selling points come true. And I don't even say this as a skeptic necessarily. I, I, I voted for marijuana legalization in Montana just because I don't want to use state resources to fight this sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, I just wonder how much of the pro arguments come true after the fact.
11: I think with the government intervention, we're still going to have black markets. I mean, it's yeah. bad.
0: Yeah, we'll see. No and I, I didn't even do my due diligence cuz I I came at it from the theory I should have been a better voter cuz I came at it from the theory of like, ah, let's not waste state resources on this sort of thing. But if Montana's like your state, we might be building massive wasteful state infrastructure just to handle the whole legalization effort. Yeah.
4: You definitely mm-hmm. will. Yeah.
0: Ugh, maybe I was duped. Maybe I should have looked at that more closely. Anyway, good good job as a citizen. All right. And uh we'll catch you uh we'll catch you next time.
11: Right? All right. Nice talking to you. See ya. you too.
0: Okay. Let's uh, mm-hmm. take a break and we'll get back to the calls. Uh, okay. Let's see.
2: I'm ready Tip- to go. With- oh, yeah. Go off.
0: for it. If you got it ready.
2: Dale Jones says foreign countries are taking advantage of our open Southern border and emptying their mental hospitals, prisons, and homeless shelters to send their problem children to the USA. I think Mariel Boatlift from Cuba circa 1980. Um, I don't mm. care. I, I welcome the destruction. Please flood our country with your mentally ill Mexicans. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Don't care.
0: The catapult dreams are over. Now it's just open borders.
2: What, what am I supposed to do here?
0: There's too many to catapult now. Yeah. It's just impossible.
2: We need some of those. Uh, we need to ally with some Muslims and then give them some Home Depot gift cards. And then they need to rent some trucks. And then put those um, those big snow plows in, in front of their trucks and then just deal with the problem. OK. There. I solved everything. Right. This there.
0: sounds like it. Yeah.
2: And we're friends with Muslims now. Uh, Quantum Football said newsletter newsletter name idea, the weekly epitome, weekly epitome. <laughs> um, yeah. It, maybe I'll
0: like figure it. it out. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll put some thought to it. I, I don't have a definitive answer right now.
2: Uh, David Rogers, the canon was not decided by Constantine. More historical study is needed to understand the canonization of scripture. Hmm. I um, wish I knew more about this. I am definitely outside my wheelhouse. Yeah. Marlon Moncrief just gave us a, a red hand and a yellow hand high fiving.
0: Okay. What does that symbolize?
2: Or that's uh, peace that, between the Chinese and the Native Americans. Oh,
0: I, I it's it's you're talking like it's an actual GIF or an actual emoji.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was a. I thought he wrote that out.
2: Oh no. <laughs> Nathan E, a big donation. Um, St. Louis was just elected a super progressive black female as mayor. So obviously, our days of skyrocketing crime are over. At least Missouri is taking a pro two A stance on a state level, though. That's the only thing giving me hope.
0: <laughs> Thanks for supporting the show. Appreciate it.
2: I am not oh, going to be niggardly. So fucked. Um, hold more. Right? Hi, guys. One, circumcision was a sign of covenant between Abraham's people and God. <laughs> it wasn't imposed on Gentile converts to Christ. Two, when Satan tempted Jesus, he hit back with, it is written. Smiley face, smiley face, hmm. smiley face. I hear you. Aladdin's nightmare. Blonde, Corinthians 18 to 20 says one thing. Wait, says one can be circumcised or not. Circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing, but the keeping of the commandments of God is what matters. Hmm. Um, love you guys. We love you too. Let's do a few more. Me- Metroid man. The CNN director guy said he got into CNN to get Trump out. He's not an innocent cog following orders he reported to and dutifully served Zucker. Yeah, fuck this guy. I don't, I don't care. And you know what else I don't care about? Principles. Don't care. <laughs> We should just be taking people out like this left and right. And it also his life is not going to be destroyed.
0: No, I'm sure he probably won't even lose his job. He'll probably yeah. remain at CNN. At least I, I don't recall. Correct me if I'm wrong people, but in the Veritas stuff, I don't think he was let go or otherwise left CNN. Did he, he remains with CNN? As far as I understand, I have
2: no idea. I haven't even watched this video yet. Mm. I'll do it right when we get off the show. Bill McPherson with the good hair project. Veritas has a very high ethical standard. I know because my wife used to work for James in fundraising James That's right. trying to destroy lives. He's exposing false narratives that destroy lives. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. If a little dirt gets in there too. I'm not mad.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and let's keep in mind, I know that this guy is not CNN, the company, but he is a professional representation of CNN, the company. Mm-hmm. And this is the same company that threatened private individuals with doxing for Trump memes and other uh, sorts yeah. of um, violations of, of principle or, or moral standards. I don't know that he his head should be in the gallows for that crime. But
2: so what do you think that they would allow that they would um, treat us so kindly? Yeah,
0: I uh, well like,
2: well, they were kind of Trump adjacent. So maybe we shouldn't No, they will put your fucking head on a pike. They don't care. So
0: well, if we if we do really believe that we're in kind of a, a soft or cold war of sorts, the metaphor here is that. You're lining up your soldiers very gentlemanly in the open battlefield to shoot, you know, shoot a line of fire at the enemy. Meanwhile, they're using guerrilla tactics and ambushing you and you keep getting slaughtered. Yeah, um, I
2: mean, uh, I think we need to get some drones in that situation. As
0: l- Maybe we can find some common ground if we agree on the ethics and the morals and the principles of the society that we intend to build in the aftermath. All right, cool, whatever. I'm fine. All right.
2: <laughs> uh you're so reluctant bill mcpherson also yeah. says rebecca we need to get you back on ends justify the memes i told you guys i was going to come back and then immediately forgot about it until right now i'm sorry dude matt you'd be cool to come on again too hope you're yeeting what the hell does yeet mean i heard stefan mollen you say it the other day and i was like i don't i, I don't it's know a
0: generic means. internet term that can mean anything from an ex exclamation of success to in most internet contexts these days it means like uh, like I actually used it in the video I posted to say like delete censor get rid of something. It's destroyed. It's yeeted. There's so also like
2: show it? Is that what it means?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. Although maybe a little less spicy. But <laughs> but uh, but the other context that it exists in is um, a, a while back, there was a gun. The, the manufacturer of the gun allowed the Internet to vote on the name for the gun. It's kind of like the Bodie McBoatface naming contest, but they voted on. They voted for the yeet cannon. And the company originally tried to get away from it, but they had to cave and uh yeah. it became the yeet cannon. I still don't have a yeet cannon. That's one firearm I want.
2: That sounds sweet. Um he anyway, also said yeah. Hope your are yeeting for a week didn't hurt you too bad. Ah, I right. It. That's uh, what he
0: means is the disappearing. Yeah. You guys um, were and yes, I mean yeets
2: going around that week. That's true. Yeah.
0: Send me an email, Bill, anytime.
2: All right, we'll we'll circle back.
0: Okay. let um you know what? I'm going to check back with um. Tippy Stream and D Live and Trovo at the end of the show, so we can get some callers here. I appreciate your patience, guys. Thank you for sticking with us. We're a little behind on the clock, so let me get to calls. Uh, Razorback, you're good to go if you're ready.
12: Look at the specialty, and she, oh my gosh, <laughs> what's up, man? Super pissed. And then Re- I pointed out the. Wait wait wait, wait, hey, wait, 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 What were you
0: guys talking about,
12: Razorback? Oh, oh hey Matt, how's were it going? You guys, were you guys oh, having, having an intense
0: debate, or what?
12: No, um, I, I was talking about um, years ago, I got into a debate with uh, a gal that I tangentially knew in my undergrad about the wage gap. Oh, sure. And she's talking about how, you know, it's all patriarchy, <sighs> uh, you know, holding women down. And, and like every time I'd bring something up, I'm like, well, you know, the choices that women make for their careers. And she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, you're blaming women. And I'm like, well, yeah, like if, if you choose. <laughs> yeah, blame, a lot of money. You yeah,
0: to blame is a weird word to use in that context. It's like saying it's like um, would I blame myself because some of my friends chose to be lawyers or doctors and they make more money than I do? I guess, but I like doing this. This is the life that I chose and I enjoy it. I wouldn't blame women for choosing to be moms or homemakers that a lot of them choose to be. That's what they choose because it brings them happiness and fulfillment. That's not a blame thing, that's just an acknowledgement of the choices that they make.
12: Yeah. And then, you know, he she said, oh, well, uh, you know, even even within the same professions. And I'm like, well, like explain the profession. And she's like, well, the medical profession. And I'm like, yeah, women are overrepresented as nurses and men are overrepresented as doctors. Yeah. Doctors make more. Well, that's the patriarchy deciding to devalue the nursing <sighs> profession because it is um, it's, it's a woman's job. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, that's insane. Doctors uh, I, have always been paid more, and I'm like, let's look at. And she's like, well, female doctors get paid less, and I'm like, let's look at their specialties
2: because they go into derm. Yeah. Yes. That's stupid.
0: It's such a well, uh, bizarre thing, explaining. too, to assume that because you make less money, that's a that's a blame uh, that's a blame thing. How many women really find fulfillment based on their salary? You tell me. There's just not a very I don't most women I know are not that way like oh I have to be a high earner to have fulfillment yeah
12: really I mean I'm sure there are women who are very fulfilled by that
0: Um, I don't know I doubt it (laughs) I doubt it to be honest they they might claim to but then they wake up 40 and childless one day and they're like what the fuck did I do
12: yeah, yeah. So when when I got together with my ex-wife, I made slightly more than her. And, and, and that was always uh like she was super competitive. Yeah. And then I had a career setback and I kind of. Stagnated. And she
2: stopped having sex with you.
12: Uh, Well, that came later, but she wound up getting <laughs> a lot of raises. And yeah. okay. I remember I got an almost twenty thousand dollar raise. And within a year she was making 50 percent more than I was.
2: Nope, that's but a relationship she, killer. That is hmm. yeah. That is a and, sandy vagina recipe right there.
12: Oh yeah. It but she wasn't happy. She was super like competitive when I earned more than her, but what? then when she earned more than me, oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: like she wanted no to earn more than you that was important to her? Yeah. That's weird.
2: Wow, she sounds like a big pain in the ass.
12: Uh she was.
0: All right. Any final thoughts from you? Uh,
12: You know, I was just, uh, I I, I heard about your ban. I haven't seen your most recent uh, segment, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I find the way social media uh, moves the goalposts interesting. As I was telling Dangerous Spaces, I don't know, a year ago, I got a ban on a subreddit because some guy was white knighting For some gal and i called him a soy knight because he's just (laughs) it's a good term so yeah well anyway i get a ban from a mod and i'm like why did i get banned and he's like because you used a racial slur and i'm like what racial slur and he's like soy knight isn't a racial slur and i'm like (laughs) yeah you tell me idiot
0: (laughs) these are your professional reddit moderators these days well thank you for the thoughts so
12: eventually he called his boss in so kind of a reverse (sighs) karen okay and he's like you're being really mean to to the to the moderator and i'm like yes because every time i ask a question he provides me with an increasingly retarded answer every
0: yeah, time yeah yeah all right well thank and you for the what, thoughts we got to let you go but uh appreciate right. the call thanks a lot okay uh, the as, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago with megan uh what's her face the soccer player rapino rapino um Maybe. Up? Yeah, I've heard it pronounced both ways. I don't know. But uh, the wage gap, the wage gap is maybe that indicator issue that if someone firmly believes in it like that, that's probably a mark of an unchangeable mind. Like, yeah, you're 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 too far. You gone.
2: believe in the wage gap in, in 2021? I, I, I can't. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to talk to
13: you. I,
0: There's no bridge to be crossed. That's uh, that one's too tough. Tradist is up next. New Tradist, you there?
13: Yes. How's it going?
0: doing well what's on your mind
13: so um a couple times you mentioned on the show that like there is this whole period where you were not looking for women and then you were looking for women before you got married and now have a kid
0: uh, um kind of yeah I, I guess that's fair
13: i'm interested in hearing more of the backstory there and uh like how old were you how did you convince him matt oh sorry how did you convince <laughs> matt blonde um oh, okay. that he should you know get off of his ass and, and do that? And, uh, oh, you're yeah,
0: talking was, about like way back.
13: Yeah, way back. Okay. What was your plan? Like, what what was your life plan bef- without getting married and having? Well, it's gonna be <laughs> hard
2: to talk about without destroying somebody's confidence. You know.
13: Uh, you talking <laughs> about me?
2: Well, the 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 previous chick.
0: Oh, hmm. oh, well, but yeah, I would never out her. I mean, I, I don't. I I've honestly, I have never talked to her since she left.
2: Can Not we talk about her in a vague way?
0: Well, you don't even know. Yeah, how would? How else would you? Because you don't even know. The only way you know her is through my description to you.
2: Right. I mean, can we talk about her hair?
0: Oh, that. Is, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this. Is, can I get this personal? This um, was
2: the last straw for me. This was
0: a. This was a bad. Okay. So let me go way this back. Is not what I expected. But go I for think. It. I think I can. I think I can do this.
2: It's fine. What are you um, going to do? Contact you? Can, okay. Me, like,
0: well, contact. I don't know. I mean, it's it's personal enough that the person could be found if you really tried. Let's put it that way. Um, okay. Don't, but don't, let me don't can, say the can color. I, can I describe the situation on general terms? Yeah. Let's put it this. Asian? So uh, no, no, I've I've never <laughs> okay. had an Asian That's... girlfriend actually. <laughs> yeah. You were doing uh, so well, man. <laughs> um, anyway, so okay, so what happened? Way back when I was in a relationship that basically just existed. It was like convenient it didn't really mean anything and there was no long term plan and blonde was blonde had kind of kicked me in the ass to be like well what the hell's the point of this I'm like I don't know anyway so but we got we didn't we didn't fight that was like the number one selling point of our relationship we don't fight that's not a great selling point by the way no, if you're not. out there but um, if you're if you're in that situation I would say um. so anyway b- when it before it all ended what the, she came home with a a, a, a silly haircut slash hair styling that was not I, I was not consulted on this in any way
2: okay it was really short I think we can say that
0: it was it wasn't like it was it was short ish but it wasn't like we're not talking like lesbian buzz cut or something and
2: it was a color that does not exist in nature
0: yes yes that's fair
2: and I was like no and I didn't know like, how to confront stable. this at the time I'm like
0: <laughs> I feel ridiculous for this being like an issue that I have to discuss, but I, I do. And that was shortly before it all, it all went away anyway, which was great. Like that was totally the right move. It's all, I'm glad that it happened. Um, and I don't wish any ill upon her. I hope that she's found happiness since, but, but that was like one of the final straws was like, ladies don't come home with a crazy hairstyle and not tell your dude.
2: Well, I correctly pointed out to Matt that it is a sign of disrespect to drastically change your appearance in the negative without consulting your significant mm. other. Yeah. It's like getting really fat or something like that. It's yeah, just no, a sign that you don't respect your significant other. You right. yeah.
13: yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's that's how all that happened. Did you have more questions about what happened later or are you just curious about what ended yeah, that how old one? Yeah, I
13: you when you decided like, oh, this, I'm going to cut this one off and oh, like, I immediately w- go looking for the girl.
0: I was, I had just turned 30. This is how only about? three and a half years ago.
13: Okay. Yeah.
2: Geez, really?
13: Yeah. Yeah, I'm about hit 27. and I'm like, fuck. I'm like way behind my schedule.
0: No, you, you got ton, you got plenty of time, man. Yeah, I was like, I was doing not, all sorts like, of moronic stuff at 27. Um. So yeah, you, you're you're good on that. But it, um, but it, it wasn't until this relationship that I got serious about vision for the future. Because if you don't, and and I'm glad that I did, of course, because now we're married. Yeah. We've got a kid on the way, and we share something. Winning. We share a vision for the future that we're working towards. Before it was like, "Hey, can I tolerate your presence? Yeah. Can you tolerate mine? Cool. Okay. There it that's is. That's all. Like, True that's amazing. not. But that's not all. That's not enough. And then you'll end up yeah. in a relationship where, two years after the fact, you realize like we never really had those serious talks about like marriage and kids. Is that something yeah. you want? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we probably should have talked about that one. Swipe so left. Yeah. yeah. Probably should have talked about that one, but you make mistakes when you're younger, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I didn't wait till later to make them.
13: It's one way to put it, I guess.
0: Well, thank you for allowing me to tell that story. I don't know that we've talked about haircut gate before on the stream. (laughs) It's a great name. It would have been too sore, like too too much of a sore spot at the time. Um, How'd you
13: handle it? How'd she handle it?
0: Actually, in credit to her, when I did bring when I did have this discussion, she handle she did not like freak out or get unreasonable um yeah because
2: you guys didn't love each other Yeah, because you never
13: fought
0: (laughs) yeah that's true i mean that's another way to say like conflict-free relationship is another way of saying like uh carefree or passionless or lack of investment
2: yeah if people break up and they're like okay you know if you love somebody you leave that relationship kicking and screaming and then it destroys the next year of your life i I will
0: never forget how it happened i mean she she walked out the door and, like, and I, I and I said like, okay, this is like once you step out, like this is this is over. This is this is the end of it. And it has been. We've not I've not spoken to her since. But I remember after that happened, just a feeling of pure apathy. Like, I don't oh, care. And I went and played Xbox. Like I didn't <laughs> shed a tear. You know, and that's I, I don't even say that to be mean to her, because I think that she had the same I bet she had the same sort of feeling. Yeah. It's not, it's not, um, I'm not saying anything out of disrespect or animosity toward her. I think that we both realized that we were just in a relationship for the sake of what is convenient or the sake of what's present now and the yeah. sake mm-hmm. of not stirring things up. And when you walk out of that and you realize like, okay, I mean, what, what's tomorrow? Like th- that kind of shows you that it wasn't worthwhile the entire time.
13: Yeah. Sure. So well, congrats again on getting from that to this. And uh, well, thanks.
2: Yeah, and three for, and a half years. It happened.
0: For, uh, uh, well, and blonde and and was a huge part of that, that. Yeah. I I have to if, if 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 I have a little girl, her middle name is blonde.
2: Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> be Ping Two Ping One Junior. Christensen.
0: <laughs> we'll go with <laughs> Lydia Blonde Christensen. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Thank you, man.
13: Yeah. Pleasure.
7: Cheers.
0: Downskated's up next. Man, I I actually cared so little about that. I'd kind of forgotten about that. Thank you for bringing it up because I was not going to go yeah, the haircut man. direction. I'd kind of forgotten. <laughs> Clearly, That's it crazy. stuck in your mind because.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: I think I presented it to you like something like, am I unreasonable for feeling angry about this
2: no, i was like you need to break up with this girl immediately
0: <laughs> she did what
2: yeah i couldn't believe it so mad she basically She's so basically disrespectful me. yeah it's like getting a giant tramp stamp or something without telling your husband you know it's, it's <laughs> well, at least bad. the hair will grow back that's true
0: anyway down you there man yeah i'm here what's I on don't. your mind
14: Slightly less uh, bearded than I, you last saw me. But that's know. right. That's I
0: forgot that the beard went away. Are are you growing it back? Is that the plan?
14: Yeah, it, it it's coming back. Uh, I just got when I get back into my tractor trailer truck here and get going with the air horn, it'll just come right back. Hmm. I'm currently making you look um, a little pale in the face there. But, you know, give me about another month. I'll have something here.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's not hard to make me look pale, really. Uh, it's kind of my natural state.
14: Yeah. <laughs> and as far as the grandmother goes, she's still in the hospital, but she's finally breathing on her own. It's only taken a month.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So maybe th- I know last we spoke, it sounded like things were really, really rough, but maybe things have improved. They though?
14: gave her a 90% chance of dying.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. And
14: the hospital, the hospital broke all quarantine policies to let the whole family come in to see her. Like, wow. We're in 9 5, the full filtration, everything.
0: I. I yeah. still will credit them for that, at least. Um, th- that's better oh, yeah, than yeah. the the water, warm water glove treatment that we were talking about on Sunday.
14: Oh yeah, but I mean, we still had to wear the the, the glove or the gloves, so we couldn't go skin to skin. But then again, yeah, you know, we all
0: maybe uh, that's not so good. Hard. Like everything is so relative now. Like now, I look at that and I think, oh, that's very humane and thoughtful of them. But is it? Maybe that's no, 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 no because
14: it it gets it gets worse than that. Yeah. like now. We can only have one person visit her per day, even though she's been declared COVID-free for the last three weeks. Yeah, or two weeks, sorry. Yeah, tested, confirmed. You know, full, full tests here. But, and, and it kind of dovetails into my main point here is that college degrees are destroying America. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the
0: perfect segue. Uh, okay. Yeah,
14: I know. I mean, because. I work in the trucking industry, and right now we are dealing with a, an issue that is going to become significantly more of an issue here going forward. It's the driving the cost of transportation up through the roof, and it's yeah. entirely because lawyers are ruining everything. We are <laughs> having multi hundred million dollar settlements for accidents yeah. in the trucking industry. Yeah, yeah. We had an accident here in the Northeast, uh, God, about six months ago. 140 million dollar judgment against the company for an Why? accident because they determined that the company didn't do enough in their safety procedures and that they caused damage and every i mean the trucking industry you need to realize that if you leak diesel fuel that's three thousand dollars per gallon and when what? you want 200 gallons of diesel at your full tanks and that's not even like the big boys some guys are running 300 gallons on oh their trucks God.
0: That that's like what EPA dings you or who does that?
14: Oh, that's EPA. Yes, yeah. I mean yes. if you get caught driving a tractor trailer truck without a hands free device, it's a twenty seven hundred dollar fine. That is
6: obscene.
14: <sighs> um, log violations. I think that those are all four figure, and it, it's you know it's entirely that we have people with college degrees just you know they're screwing shit up. I mean you have dispatchers that are all they all have college degrees that can find their um head from their butts, much less be able to figure out that Cheyenne and uh, Salt Lake city are 600 miles apart. And you're not just going to be able to um, in 10 minutes go between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I, I, it's interesting that lawyer, do we just have too many lawyers, too many people getting through law school? Is that the, I hadn't thought of, because when I think lawyer, I think at least like some technical skill over, say like gender studies type person or whatever, you know?
14: Yeah. Yeah. I mean but the problem is even them are still coming out like I had to go through the sensitivity training the sexual assault training okay. and now they're starting to do the um the 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 microaggressions like, <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, I'm How i'
0: Uh, do you have a lot of, if you're a trucker like how many do you have a ton of interactions or is it kind of more of a isolated job
14: well i mean we we interact with middle fingers and air horns so,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um, but i just think a guy's we're, we're like, not
14: exactly the most like subtle people
0: like who who would you harass if you had the what are the opportunities Actually, I to harass to tell
14: you this, like there's just so many of the creepy guys like I mean, I had my girlfriend ride with me and I had two different guys grab her butt and I uh, had oh, to really? apply head to trailer side of Yikes. one guy because he was literally walking right behind us and he reached forward and grabbed her butt and I just had to spin around on him and basically apply his head to the side of a trailer.
0: Well, so the action of it, that's one yeah. solution and it's probably a lot cheaper than the lawyer solution, I would think.
14: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the, <sighs> the thing is, is that, you know, I'm not saying we're the, the. Yeah, we're rough and gruff but yeah even still you know sending us through the full leftist indoctrination it's like uh, the only thing that gave me any happiness is that when i'm sitting there with my fellow drivers we're sitting there cracking jokes about yes we are completing our indoctrination right so well the funny thing is is like a lot of the drivers they actually listen to you they really to, like
2: interesting in the pool, we do get, get a lot of truckers calling in they, yeah true
0: i'd yeah. imagine podcasts well, I mean, you, are a good friend of the industry
14: yeah. oh my god yeah when you're you're going for 14 hours a day yeah that yeah, you, you can only listen to the music for oh no it's wonderful open yeah. highway just see, windows, see the country windows down music oh yeah. yeah i've been uh all 48 so that's really,
2: really cool my grandfather oh, yeah, always yeah. wanted to be a trucker i've heard mm. I
14: don't know. yeah i mean it's it's wonderful you get paid to see the country, and then. Uh, you get uh, ass-fucked across it, too, when the dispatch dispatcher <laughs> says, oh, we can't do that. Dispatchers are like the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil, and my computer says it can be done.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear about a positive update for your family, uh, regardless of hospital well, treatment or not. But, um, well,
14: now that she's going to the rehab hospital, we can only have my father visit her. Nobody uh, else. Well, uh, Because... Do you know we are in the middle of a pandemic right now? Yeah,
0: I, no, I, know, I, yeah.
2: I would have no idea. So that's
0: the thing; you have to be reminded every five minutes, or else you'd forget.
14: Oh yes, yes, because you know our country totally didn't go through one in the early stages of it. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man, and uh, best to your family.
14: Not a problem. And uh, glad to see you get back here because you know YouTube finally decided to give you your um, uh, your takedown piece by taking. Yeah, in an, an indirect down. way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, I'll, you'll I'll get take your it. actual written takedown piece, you know, someday in the future. Yeah, soon enough. It's an IOU takedown.
0: Yeah, thank you, man. Have a good night.
14: Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, Red Falcor is going to get last word, and then we'll hop into email questions. Red Falcor, are you there?
15: Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, good, good. I was just talking to Dangerous Spaces about uh, uh, Keto Carnivore stuff. Um, okay. But... uh but I'm actually more curious uh, to continue my discussion of the religion thing. Uh, I'm curious to hear more about Blonde's backstory um, and how she views uh, religious frameworks. Because um, it would appear to me, Blonde, that you have a commitment to the Christian faith, I think pre Vatican II Catholicism, if I remember correctly, more specifically. <sighs> Yeah, are are you not so sure on that one? No,
2: I actually uh, can't have any sacraments at a pre-Vatican II church,
15: right? Not that you're—I mean, it's that it's that you're not you're not permitted, I guess, because you're married to a non-Catholic. If I'm correct, but that you view view pre-Vatican II Catholicism as the truth, capital T, capital T—is that right? That's true. So, yeah, I
2: mean, I'm at I'm at an impasse here because what the pre-Vatican II church would want me to do is to divorce my husband, even though mm-hmm. we have a child, and I just can't get behind a church that wants to break up a family, you know.
15: Yeah. So, what's your perspective on this? I'm I'm curious to know how you view um, the specific truth of a specific re- religion, which is kind of the. The hang up that uh, Matt is currently experiencing, among others, I'm sure.
2: Are you asking um, me what I find appealing about pre-Vatican II Catholicism?
15: Yeah, not just appealing, but but like, how do you know f- for you if it's the truth? And I know you said you know it's a matter of a, a of a leap of faith, but lots of religious people, lots of ideologies. And take a leap of faith. It's kind of what humans do. And so how do you prove for yourself the, that it is the truth, if you know what I'm asking?
2: Well, I mean, I don't know that it's the truth. I've often said that it's possible that orthodoxy is the one true faith. I mean, I don't think it's going to be anything like Mormonism. I'd be real surprised, but who knows? Um, But do I know in my heart that it's the one true faith? No. Uh, I think that if you... Accept Jesus Christ into your heart, and you repent for your sins. I think you're doing pretty well, but it's hubristic of me to know whose soul is going to be saved. Like I never tell people that I think that I'm I'm saved. It's a struggle on a daily basis. You know, it's it's always a a war inside with me in a fight against my evil tendencies and my sloth and <sighs> my greed. And you know, I have a lot of really bad characteristics, but I don't know that it's the one true faith. I just believe that it's the most holistic approach to religion. And that's not to say that I don't have, um, real problems with the church, including the pre-Vatican II church. Uh, and a lot of me is like, that's the part, that's the church that I want to be a part of, but like they will not have me. And so I'm kind of like, fine, like I'll see somebody else. I'm going (laughs) to go to this post Vatican II church. Um, So in many ways, I've rejected what I believe is the one true faith because it doesn't suit my lifestyle, but I'm not getting divorced. That's not going to happen.
15: And when you say evil tendencies, does that include uh, disbelief or doubt?
2: Uh, I don't think the doubt is evil. I think the doubt is is human. Uh, I think that people that uh, kind of have a blind faith, an unquestioning faith, that their faith is less pure um, because they don't analyze it. And God did give us thinking minds. He gave us logic and reason so that we can noodle these things through and come to our own conclusion. So I don't think that doubt is evil. I'm I'm fairly certain there are innumerable biblical passages about the importance of doubt. Um, although I'm sure there are some that condemn it as well, but I don't think doubt's inherently evil now.
15: Is it kind of just a feeling that you have that something like Mormonism is just l- less true?
2: Yeah, I mean, it seems too far fetched for me. The story of the gold plates and Joseph Smith uh, has the air of a tale told later and made up by curious minds. I, I don't see a lot of evidence that, that, that. But but do I think Mormon people are going to hell now?
0: They make the best neighbors on the planet.
2: They do. I do love <laughs> me some Mormons. Um, they're yeah. great people. They're community-oriented people that are having lots of children and they're family-oriented. I love Mormons. Like, I'm not going to look at these people and be like, they're not part of the one true faith. They're going to burn in hell, even though they're way more moral people than I am.
15: Does that so. appear to be true for you? For like Muslims and uh, others who are at least nonviolent in their belief, or? Uh, are they kind of excluded because they're too far from the framework that you understand?
2: Uh, I mean, I I think that I have no idea. Once again, this is my hubris talking, but I think that probably to be saved, you do have to accept Jesus Christ as your savior in your heart. You have to accept Jesus Christ. I think that that is the, the ticket to saving your soul. If you know, if there is any ticket to saving your soul, but then I have a really hard time with that too. Like, am I to believe that, Muslim children that aren't doing anything in in Pakistan, aren't doing anything wrong. They're like playing soccer or whatever. Like those people are going to burn in hell. I I, I don't know how I feel about that either. But ignorance to Jesus Christ is, uh, I mean, isn't that allowed in some way? Like you can be saved if you're just ignorant to the message of Jesus Christ.
15: Well, that's what kind of bothers me about the uh, concept of an, eternal hell if nothing else and i had a pastor friend who once told me that it 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 is explained by the fact that that any sin against god is a sin against an eternal being and therefore has to have a more galactic consequence but Hmm. but just as a as a mathematical calculation um there is no crime that justifies eternity
2: yeah hmm. but that might just be a concept that only we understand skaggs got his antsy pants on we got we,
0: we yeah we, right. we got a lot of questions to answer so i hate to uh, okay, be forceful thanks, but we got to let you go thank you man right okay i uh, appreciate the callers tonight guys thank you for that and uh thanks to dangerous spaces as always for being a screener for us and taken care of the organization. Uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, we do take email questions, which we're getting to right now. Uh, the one and only place we accept those email questions is through the contact page of my website, mattchristensenmedia.com contact. There is a call-in show question form on that page, and we'll respond at the end of the show each week, as we will right now. Uh, Bart says, I believe that the CCP... The Chinese Communist Party is waiting for Chauvin to be acquitted and then they are going to have and then they are going to invade Taiwan while the U.S. burns itself down. I also believe that Russia and Ukraine will have their problems over Crimea at the same time. Do you think this is a possibility? And do you think the former vice president's cabinet will uh, will even respond to either of those things? Uh, Thanks. You guys are great. Well. Uh, do I think that the Chinese Communist Party exists a lot more global force and force even in our own domestic affairs than we realize? Uh, after coronavirus, I do for sure. I do, yeah. Do I think that they – would they strategize around Derek Chauvin and George Floyd? Yes. I wouldn't say that they like orchestrated the – and I'm not saying that's what the questioner is saying, but that would be the limitation of – what I could theorize is their involvement is they would look at something. We know that they're very keen on exploiting our racial problems in this country. As we saw with, um, Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state. Remember when he just got railroaded by the Chinese about black lives matter. So we know the (laughs) Chinese are pretty keen on that.
2: Of course. Yeah.
0: Would they strategize around it? I could see that. I could see them doing that. It would
2: surprise me. None. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good for them. (laughs) I like these. <laughs> I
0: like that you're keeping an eye on them because uh, I, I think I think those people are running our lives to uh, to an insane degree these days.
2: This is Brooks Neal. Do you think the Sixth Amendment, that is the right to a speedy and public trial, right? Yep, I uh, can still apply it in the 21st century and beyond. With social media and phones, can you ever truly have an impartial jury? Obviously, the Derek Chauvin case comes to mind when thinking of this. How can you ever find an impartial jury going forward? I know it's a real problem. And, you know, in, in this instance, especially um, if you had no knowledge of anything that was going on, wouldn't that make you a worse jury candidate?
0: You might be it might be indicative of a citizen who's not very Invested informed or, or informed. yeah. I don't know. I think you can be a good citizen and not follow the day-to-day news. But I suppose the trouble here is by the time they got around a jury selection, that had been major news for what? Nine months? Yeah. Maybe more?
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I suppose like everything else with the Constitution and our application of justice, if we had... Any way to just apply justice with perfection, we wouldn't need a system as complicated and involved as we have. That's why our system has so many hedges and so many complicated processes that we have to go through to try to mitigate power, mitigate political influence. And you get imperfect outcomes, and I'm sure you get imperfect jurors. Um, To your point about whether – or to the questioner's point about whether it's even possible to get impartiality in the age of the internet, I'm sure it's more difficult – but to me, that comes down to a what's the alternative um, question. I'm not saying that it's You have perfect- to
2: vet people for bias. Probably yeah. they have to turn over their hard drives to you and you have <sighs> to look. I mean, how else would you do it? Because everybody can just lie.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the current system of allowing the prosecution and the defense to analyze uh, prospective jurors and make those picks, you are going I just don't think it's possible- whether you're informed or uninformed, everybody goes into it with some kind of bias. of bias. Every even if you've never heard of George Floyd, you have a perception of police officers. You have a perception of the nature of Black justice. Oh, you have yeah. a per- you have a rightly or wrongly, you have a perception of people based on any number of characteristics that could include race or otherwise. Uh, that guy has a stupid, ugly face. I don't like it. You know.
2: He really does.
0: <laughs> there could be any number of things. So I think you know you you you. De- you you have a decently large amount of jurors, such that such that you decentralize any one person's influence. You allow the prosecution and the defense to make their picks. Humans are humans, and um, I still think it's the best system that we have, even in the age of the internet.
4: Yeah.
0: Incompetent hands says it's been six months since Trump lost. Quote unquote." So where do we stand? And I actually have to be careful about this. People are getting banned all over for election misinformation. Um, Rebel News in Canada just got a one-week ban for election misinformation. Rebel
2: News is still a thing?
0: Sebastian Gorka also taken off for election <sighs> misinformation.
2: Okay, sucks. But that's unfair.
0: Well, I... Do, do I want to go down this route? Uh The one thing... Obviously, I'm not in favor of anybody being banned. Sebastian Gorka, Rebel News or anything. But I do remember Sebastian Gorka lobbying for Nick Fuentes to be banned like a year ago.
2: Yeah. And do you remember his uh, hot Syria take? Fucking Sebastian Gorka. I don't remember. Deep what, did, state what did he say? He was just talking about how the, the it was along the lines of like, this was a beautiful strike and blah, blah, huh. blah. blah. The guy's well, a deep state
0: faggot. I <laughs> technical term. I don't. I don't want anybody to be banned. I'm not happy that any of those people were banned. But it, I just when people are advocating for certain people to be banned by virtue of their opinions, I'm less sympathetic when your opinions cause the ban to come your way. We we all need to stand up, not just for each other on tribal team uh, terms. We need to stand up for the principle and the value of free speech. <laughs> And uh, I think that was neglected a little bit on the part of some of those people. Anyway, uh, back to the question. That was a tangent. Sorry about that. It's been six months since Trump lost. So where do we think we stand with all of the truth and reconciliation plus new gun laws and the feminization of our military? How do you square that with a plethora of Biden gaffes, game and this joke of a pandemic? How should we keep score without the narrative and specifically with seeing how many fans followed you to other platforms. I'm glad that you're bringing up those, those pieces of encouragement. Um, game stock was it was an encouraging moment Sunday for us just personally was very encouraging. You, you have to keep those in perspective, even if they seem small relative to the major societal L's that keep falling all over. Um, how do you measure success? I would say that the way that I measure success is, is by the amount of influence or control these people wield over my daily life uh, on any given day. And even now, I think that that's too much for me to, to tolerate. Like, they totally altered my life for a week because they flipped a switch, you know? Um, yeah. I think we have to find ways to remove our connection to these people and live free lives independent of them. That's the ultimate goal, and I think that's the measure of success. Um, But to the point that you're making, I think you have to acknowledge that those small victories along the way and allow yourself to enjoy them and make jokes about them and be happy.
2: That's true. You got to laugh. You got to fiddle while the Titanic is is sinking. You got to find some humor in all of this. It is kind of funny, right? Like an old demented man is going to be at the at the helm of this sinking ship. And we're all going to be subjects of like Chinese warlords. It's kind of funny. It's funny. And I
0: felt to the point on what on the news this week, I, I felt so bad for finding, I, again, what happens terrible. I, this is not. The shooting. Just, just so the, funny. The broad concepts of what happened. Progressive collision. Female cop shoots black guy, which causes riots that destroy buildings that are virtue signaling about their love of diversity. I mean, like, <laughs> i <laughs> fully understand there's a lot of human suffering in this equation and i don't want that human suffering but just on a broad theoretical abstract level i have to appreciate some of the laughs that are inherent to that occurrence
2: the deeper cut this is the brain exploding is that you start finding the human suffering funny
0: so i'm that not quite there is the key i'm not taking that pill yet <laughs> yeah. um okay brooks is up next
2: Oh, it's not Chris. Anderson. Oh,
0: sorry. Um, no, I got it. Yeah, you're right. It's Chris. I got. it.
2: Uh, hey, place. faggots. Well, I don't fully understand your commitment to making YouTube fully ban you before you leave. You do you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. I read that in a really weird way. Considering that your live audience seems to have followed you on Sunday, they did. Do you think that you will be relegating YouTube to a secondary platform of prioritizing one of the alternate locations, uh, or will the numbers dictate that going forward? You know, it's not the numbers; it's the lack of a clear front runner for alternative platforms. DLive has been largely disappointing. is a Chinese company. Streamlabs totally shit the bed. Uh, so we're gonna ride the YouTube thing until the wheels come off. I mean, my problem with YouTube is that it's censorious horseshit in yeah. terms of the mobility of the platform and um, the monetization features and everything. YouTube is, it is just top tech, notch. Tech-wise,
0: it kicks ass. Tech-wise,
2: it kicks ass, It's yeah. yeah. It's it's the perfect format. I love everything about YouTube except for that dumb bitch that owns it and um, all of her lackeys. Yeah. So the numbers. I mean, I was extremely happy that we hit ninety percent of what we normally hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, off YouTube, but I mean, I there I see no reason that we don't ride this till the wheels fall off.
0: Yeah, personally, like I said, I want that satisfaction of Susan banning me before I, I leave on my own terms. But the, here's an the abusive other thing: relationship. I, I don't necessarily want to prioritize. I, I, I want everybody to make this decision for themselves too. I, I don't want to tell you you're going to go over there or you're going to go over there. Yeah. I really want you guys to make the decision for yourself. And it's not a numbers thing for me. It's not as though, Oh, if everyone goes over to D live, like I'll prioritize that. I want you to be able to watch the show where you want to watch it. That's what's most important to me. So if, if that's, that's why I can't really assign priority. Cause I'm still going to send the show to wherever and I'm going to an- interact with the people who are there. And that's true. Whether there's a smaller amount watching on Trovo or most people watching on YouTube, that's been the, the MO the whole time. So especially these days, like yeah, YouTube has its problems. Like you said, DLive censored us mere months ago. They, or at least said you can't super chat anymore. Trovo is just bizarre in it's user interface and a whole bunch of things. So, there's no one basket in which I would put all of my eggs anyway. There, I just think no, you can't do that these days. You can't centralize. You can't go to one spot and say, this is the definitive place to consume this material. Cause you're going to get burned by that spot one way yeah. or another.
2: Yeah. yeah. You're next.
0: Uh, McMonahan says, what are, what are your thoughts on opulence? Does living in luxury compromise our values, our faith, our culture, or our purpose in life?
4: Hmm.
2: Probably. Uh, I mean, I don't want to admit it because I always think that I would love to be yacht rich. Wouldn't that be just <laughs> sure. And I would be so mean to people, it would be amazing. <laughs> um, but that for sure is not what God wants us to do.
0: It's a uh- I don't have a problem with luxury or fancy living necessarily or inherently, but I mm-hmm. would say that it can't be your priority purpose. Let's put it this way. I want my children to live incredibly prosperous, happy, peaceful lives. I want them to have lots of fun toys to play with. I want them to be confident that their home is not just a safe place. That's but not a place opulence, with, though. Well, I guess you'd, I'd need a definition. What I'm saying is I want to build an incredible life for them. But, but, but children and family are the priority purpose. It's not how many cars I own. It's not how many houses I own. It's not what sort of fancy jewelry I have. It might be cool things I can get and build for my family, but the purpose remains family.
2: That's true. That's a good answer. Uh, did you read that one? Yeah. Jason says, where do you see the state of Minnesota going in the wake of another police shooting? And how do you not get blackpilled because of it? Oh, Jason, I've taken so many black pills. (laughs) I can't even answer that second part. The the state of Minnesota. Oh, that state's fucked. I mean, what are they going to do?
0: I uh, well, I I wouldn't. um, Let's put it this way. I would not be trying to buy property in the Minneapolis or the Twin Cities area anytime soon. Um, How do I? I guess if the question is how do you see the state of Minnesota, there are lots of like most states. There's lots of nice places to live outside of the urban center that are still great. Um, The Twin Cities, uh, downtown Minneapolis, St. Paul, that's probably going to burn down (laughs) very soon. So and I don't think it's just a product of this police shooting. I think it's been going that way a long time, but. Yeah. Um, how do you not get blackpilled because of it? Well, I would say that because there's there's opportunity elsewhere. I mean, we're we're still going to uh-huh. see this mass exodus of people out of urban centers and into places like Bozeman or Coeur d'Alene or elsewhere, sort of get micropolitan areas like mid sized cities. And maybe those. What a bizarre thing it would be in the future if if cities like these grow to some comparable size of say the Minneapolis or Portland's of C- or Seattle's of the past.
2: Wouldn't that be something I would be really upset about it? Uh
0: yeah. Well, I'm, I, I'm just sitting around here until I can sell to some dumbass Californian and I can go build a cabin <laughs> further in the woods. Yeah. Just hang on till that day. Thank you, Jason.
2: Uh Black Tradwife says to the men out there asking, where do conservative women hang out? Where can I meet one? Serious answer. We can be found in a co-ed sport or a small gym. Mm. Karens don't frequent these spaces if we're trying to avoid Karen's as much as you are. Jiu Jitsu, rock climbing, boxing, soccer, kayak, club, volleyball, tennis. Some of those are lesbian sports, just saying. Uh maybe not dodgeball, though, too many fat lesbians. Ayo! singing my singing my tune there, Black Trad wife. <laughs> Best of luck trying to pair up in clown words world gents. Your wife is out there meal prepping and shit posting on the internet. Love the show. Keep up the Lord's work. You know, interesting that. She said this because I was just on Tree of Logics channel and we uh, talked about this very issue. So if you want when to When was talk, this? Um I don't know, yesterday.
0: I thought she like disappeared. What the hell happened to her?
2: Uh I don't know, and I got an email from her and I've always had good rapport with Tree. There's just know, something she hates that me I for
0: some reason, I don't know, but whatever.
2: I don't know. There's something I love about like a mouthy black woman that I just I just get along with them really well. Is she banned on YouTube
0: or is she still? uh, No,
2: she's still around, but this is on her other channel called just tree. And so that is up. Um, I think she posted it yesterday, but it was, it was a really fun stream. We talk about a lot, all those issues. So check it out. If you guys are interested. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Black trad wife.
0: Um, It, it, I would imagine that it is true that not just for prospective dates, but for, for prospective uh, friends or just relationships in general, uh, you won't find a lot of corona crazy people at gyms because you have to have a certain, yeah. ugh, I don't know, skepticism or, or just BMI. you're not that oh. concerned about the virus if you're going to a place where people are sweating all over everything.
4: Right. Um,
0: but uh, the other day I did uh, like there aren't a lot here, but I'm sorry, like if you're one of these people wearing a mask to the gym and it's not a requirement of the establishment. Like if you're on the treadmill in a mat, like what the hell are you yeah, doing? What are you doing? I don't understand. Like why are you first of all, that's, there's no way that's good just for you in terms of your, your, uh, just in terms of your cardiovascular health to be breathing through a mask while doing cardio. But, um, but second of all, why? Like if you're so worried about this, that you're wearing a mask, why are you at a place where people are literally dripping body fluids all over everything? 24 hours a day. This is like the least sensible place to be if you're if you're scared of this. I don't get it, but they do it. OK, Samuel says, uh, let it not be overlooked that when the most vainglorious one, the arbiter of thoughts, supreme leader, WikiWiki Wiki, silences voices on YouTube, it is not simply a ban upon the channel. It is also a statement that we as an audience are too stupid to be trusted with free uh, free choice exactly despite youtube i was encouraged to see the turnout during last week's streams what are your thoughts regarding the turnout well um i will i will certainly say another thank you on sunday and i hope we said oh, enough I was this so last happy one
2: about it wasn't it a relief it was like wow our entire entire livelihoods aren't going to be totally just wiped out oh, uh, if we get banned we,
0: i had no idea what to expect and when i fired up the stream and i looked at the d live numbers i was like okay cool like 700 people wow that's really good oh 900 people 1200 people 2,000 people. And it just kept climbing. And I was like, well, holy shit, this is basically the same as a usual YouTube stream. Yeah. And that, um, yeah, I mean, it was incredible and I, I can't thank you guys enough. I'm not, I'm not quitting no matter what I, I'll, I'll stream to any number of people that want to watch it. Um, I'm not, I don't make decisions based on what sort of numbers I get, but I, but to see that many people saying, you know what, I, this show is important enough to me that I'm going to pack up from my typical viewing place and head on over to somewhere else even if it has weird confusing chinese user interface or some shit yeah. like that it, it was yeah. incredibly encouraging
2: it is really encouraging and it's not the quantity necessarily of our audience but we do have a fiercely loyal and devoted and it's supportive very du- audience
0: it's very durable and that's and it's
2: durable yeah
0: th- And that's what's so important to me like I, again numbers are not crucial to me but if you ask me like hey would you like to get a hundred thousand people watching some weird crazy stream of like i don't know alex jones fist fighting a a dragon or something and you commenting over it or would you like to have a very stable community that's incredibly loyal and is an ongoing thing obviously you want that kind of like small niche thing from a long-term perspective
2: yeah and that is what you told me um from the beginning you're like we're yeah. going to build something long term brick by brick it's going to take a while but once we've got it it's going to stand the test of time and that's what's happened so yeah and Fuck thank you, you susan
0: yeah if, if susan just has to be smart enough to shut the hell up and enjoy enjoy the company of the people who want to be there i got a uh, th- uh, i should have screenshot this i should have uh, for sunday or maybe a video of my own did you see that youtube is so- again soliciting creator survey responses they're doing creator oh, surveys really? if you yeah. log into your youtube channel If you do, and you take the survey, will you take screenshots for me? I'm not telling you, but just just if you happen to.
2: Uh, Yeah, I didn't even know they were doing that.
0: So the reason I ask is because they ask you a question straight up at the start. How satisfied are you as a creator with YouTube? And obviously I picked very dissatisfied.
2: Dissatisfied. (laughs)
0: Okay. And then they ask why. Okay. But it's not just like type in, like give us a free form essay because it'd be like, Okay, crack my knuckles. You got, like, two hours? Let's do this. But I I, I wanted them to know, because they don't ask for my take very much, so I wanted them to know. And this is what pissed me off even more. When they ask you, why are you dissatisfied? They give you, like, 15 possible check boxes.
2: But you can't write in your own thing.
0: You can, actually. You can. But what pissed me off is, they know exactly why. They're like, what's bothering you? Is it that we censor? Is it that we don't (laughs) care about you? Is it that we give priority to cnn and msnbc is it that the rules change every five seconds like it was a check and i was like yeah 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 i checked every box and i was like you you sons of bitches know exactly what it is you created a better checklist than i could if i sat down and brainstormed myself you assholes know exactly what you're doing and maybe there maybe maybe optimist is susan sitting in her castle like huh the peasants seem unpleased should we should we consult? Should we consult them and maybe uh, throw them? Uh, I don't know. Throw them a little bit of meat instead of their well, typical no, gruel.
2: She's not going to listen. It's just that she wants people to feel like they're being heard.
0: I I couldn't believe it because I would rather have them say, "Oh man, we had not put any thought to these concerns." They they knew they know exactly what it yeah. is. Oh my god, I was yep. so mad. Okay, Gustavus, or you're up. You're up next, right?
2: Uh, Gustavus says my wife is an avid listener. This could be a great surprise for her. Happy birthday, Lila. I try to lead us in the right direction, but the only way we'll get there is because of you healthy, strong, and beautiful. You're the backbone of our family. You're the reason we smile. Love you always. Gustavus. Gustavus. Am I saying this incorrectly? I'm sorry if I fucked that up, dude.
0: Well, happy birthday, Lila. That's a very, that's a very pretty name. In fact, that, that was a name that was presented to me as a prospective baby girl name. Us too.
2: We we also like the name Lila. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I I got, I I love the L names. So we'll see. Uh, Happy birthday. And thank you, uh, Gustavus. Matt's woke trans ex-wife from another life says, what is your opinion on paternity tests? If you are a newlywed guy expecting his first child, is it unreasonable to request a paternity test? Even if you are pretty sure that you can trust your wife. I've read enough horror stories from guys online to think that even how skewed the system currently is against men and fathers getting uh, a test is a must. Does it show a lack of trust? Well, yeah, but you've uh, also known the girl for what? Maybe two to three years tops. Uh, when you've been married for 10 years, 10 plus years, then you have ground to argue the trust point.
2: Uh, oh my God.
0: No, I would never do
2: that. No. If you have doubts that your child is your own, then I mean, I, I just, if my husband asked for a paternity, ta- like, it, I, yeah, I would be so appalled and horrified and, um, I would never, I don't think I'd ever forgive him for that.
0: We had a lot of conversations about prenuptials, not because I wanted one, but just like the implications of prenuptials, prenuptial agreements. Yeah. This is sort of like that to the next level, because you're not just protecting your assets. You're talking about like the the, the problem with a prenup is like, OK, but well, what's the base assumption that we're going to split up and you're going to screw me over?
2: Yeah.
0: Problem with this is another is your base
2: assumption is you fucked another guy and I don't even know if the child that you're carrying is mine. So I need to see I need proof yeah. that he is to see if I want to invest resources. If you think that women are that bad and some women have done this, I know. But if you think that your woman is potentially that bad, like you have no business getting married. You're, you know, you're, I I never would have
0: married her if I didn't trust her enough to have children with her.
2: Yeah. That's so disrespectful.
0: I just, if you're in that situation, I, I think you need to, well, I guess it's too late if the kid is already if you're in position for a paternity test. But if you think that you would go that route, don't like if you think that you would go that route, don't marry that person. Don't have a kid with that person.
2: If you would do it to any woman, no matter how trustworthy that they were, then you're too damaged to be getting married to.
0: Hmm. Thank you um, to my woke trans ex-wife from another life. I must have damaged this person greatly. No, we appreciate the thoughts. Thank you, man. Christian uh, gets the last word.
2: Blonde is the possessor of the knowledge of all sports levels of gayness. I humbly ask, is my sport gay? What sport? Judo. Is judo gay? I know what judo is. It's a martial art where the object is to throw, tip, trip, or sweep your opponent to the ground so that you can put his balls in your mouth. Um, <laughs> if the match doesn't end there, it is followed by a grappling match that is part jujitsu jitsu and part wrestling, and none of this is performed in a unitard Yeah, it's so gay. You know who does um, jujitsu? Joe Rogan. You want to tell me Joe Rogan doesn't have balls in his mouth like five days out of the week?
0: Are there any combat sports that aren't gay? Uh,
2: A fight to the death in a gladiator arena, end of list.
0: That's it? How are you supposed to practice for your fight to the death if you can't have less consequential fights?
2: I mean, you're going to have to accept that there's going to be some gay wrestling. I it's not like you should never do a sport that's gay.
0: I, uh, I think I referenced this before, but um, you ever, you ever watched the show ridiculousness, just the stupid it's it's Rob Dyrdek show on MTV. It's basically 24 hours on MTV. We don't even have cable, but we love the show and it's just, all it is is reacting to viral internet clips. That's it. That's all it is. The most ridiculous video clips from the internet and them just re- reacting. But there was one that we watched, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago that was wrestling. And it was just like a guy was pinned on the ground and the dude who was pinning him, his balls were like bulging through, (laughs) bulging through this suit that he, whatever wrestling suit he was wearing. And they're just getting closer and closer to the guy's mouth. And he's like, no, no, no. And they, they go, one goes in, like it's in his lips. And uh, I thought of you when I saw that clip, I didn't, it's like, is this inherent to wrestling or was this just an odd moment? Um, no,
2: it's inherent to wrestling is the <laughs> assumption that there are going to be balls dipped on your face.
0: This guy realized the assumption in tragic terms.
2: I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's fine. It's, play hockey. It's, what, what do you want?
0: Uh, I get, that's basically a combat sport, too. That's just hockey punching people the in least the face gay
2: of all sports.
0: I. uh. I've tried to watch. I, s- I just don't get it. I've tried to watch it. I've given it a fair chance. I just don't think it's for me. But maybe you know as I what's mentioned, not gay also
2: hmm. basketball.
0: How is that? How is basketball not gay, but like football's gay?
2: It's not really a contact sport.
0: It's got contact inherent to it.
2: Not like tackling contact.
0: Contact isn't the object per se, but it's it's part of the sport.
2: It's accidental contact
0: accidental you're trying to like stop someone you're trying to block them you're gonna you're gonna touch guys and yeah, you're not trying sweatier. to
2: knock and them down with in tight uniforms with your body they're in
0: tight ish uniforms and they have more skin exposed there's more skin on skin contact in basketball The
2: uniforms and- are less gay it's more of a vertical sport and the chances of balls in your face that that it, it's like a a, a very a crazy equation with X's and Y's and all sorts of variables and squared and blah, blah, blah. What is the chance you of you having balls in your face? And I'm going to
0: find you a clip of balls in the face of a basketball player. I'll, I'll, I'll find well, it.
2: Now I have to Google it. All
0: right. Um, thank you guys for the questions. Again, if you want to submit an email question, the place to do that is the contact page of my website, macchristiansandmedia.com slash contact call in show question form. Thank you guys for those. Uh, let me catch up on Tippy Stream Trovo D Live. We'll catch up with YouTube. We'll call it a night. Uh, Dirt oh, Diggler, God. what? Is there a good one?
2: Okay, Google balls in face a basketball player and look at that first picture.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: I stand corrected.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy this guy's using this guy. Is saddled over another player's face. Not only that, he's got his hand pushing his face into his sack.
2: It happens more in other sports. Right. This is unusual.
0: I don't know. There's a lot of pictures of dudes dunking over other guys and guys with their face in the dunking guy's crotch. Oh, <laughs> All right. Lord. Okay. Um, Dirt Digler says hyperinflation is here. Buying or building a house? Yeah, that's the. You can't even <sighs> escape housing costs by building. It's a so insane. Building,
2: so. yeah, because yeah. timber's more expensive too.
0: We've been trying to have some stuff done on the house, and yeah, uh, costs are are insane right now. Uh, Silosopher, thanks for supporting the show. Dirt Diggler also says, AIU talks about anti-white racism these days, doesn't it? Oh, good. Uh, Dirt Diggler also says, social justice warrants eternal punishment. If you're an SJW, then you burn in hell forever, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like to Watch donated uh, to the show. Thank you for that aleppo moments god remember gary johnson we really need him for comedy what
4: is aleppo
0: comic relief i, I actually don't think that was his most embarrassing moment remember that moment he had where his, he was like sticking his tongue out and going with the reporter you remember that one no we played it on the show i forget exactly what the context my brain
2: has uh spared me from that one yeah that was a weird one
0: Greg, uh, uh, Gary Johnson had some classic moments in 2016. That it's was really an bad. underrated piece of the comedy of Trump versus Hillary was the Gary Johnson cameos. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Lepo Moments said, did you see Vince while he was in Idaho? I did. Did you I did. Well, tell him that Montana doesn't suck? He doesn't get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trovo, uh, chubby stubby gifting subscriptions. Appreciate that. And also casting, uh, one of those mysterious, trovo spells appreciate that um tippy stream phil says uh let me find phil quickly here phil says tucker's monologue the uh, the other night was something of a breath of fresh air maybe he's controlled opposition but it is nice to see someone take a swing and land punches on jonathan greenblatt and uh his cronies boy they indeed i didn't see the segment but i heard it got i heard it was fairly spicy this is this is the battle of the ADL versus Tucker. They're trying to get him canceled, basically.
2: I stopped watching Tucker because he's just he's so mainstream now. Mm. He Really pulled it back, but well, yeah, I don't know if
0: this sounds like a uh, blonde viewing, I suppose. Yeah, he it. went after the ADL hard, but I, I think he went after, if I'm not mistaken, I think he got into the Israeli immigration policy. Like that's how, ah. that's how hard Tucker pushed mm. it. So uh, I've not watched the segment though, but it's probably one I need to check out uh okay. god <laughs> now here's a question of a similar theme that i can't even ask let's put it this way um the question is about uh i've I'm, I'm sure you understand this phrasing of it uh, how many how many cookies were baked in the great uh the great bake sale
2: Three hundred thousand. okay
0: <laughs> that's that, that was the question that was asked some mormons says uh so thanks blonde uh we love you too the mormons sticking up for each other
2: i do like mormons i don't know yeah
0: this is just some mormons just a a generic group of them okay that is all we got on those uh platforms
2: let me reload this even though you gave me ample opportunity to get ready for this i'm still not right do 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 who was the last one 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 job oh here we go okay uh rowhouse says blonde are you big on the supporting companies that do not hate our guts grandma Taylor's tea comes to mind are there any others you recommend have a all soap works yeah they sponsor our show we got phoenix ammunition no hero, hero does
0: but uh wait wait, wait he, he didn't he say another what was the company name? he said
2: big uh no 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 i'm talking he said uh, do others come to mind that's what i was talking about smaller companies that do not hate our guts
0: oh oh
2: and charity what,
0: swipes. Yeah. What soap company did you reference?
2: Have them all soap works. They don't oh, sponsor yeah. our show.
0: Yeah, they. But I've I've received soap from them, and it was uh, they they make really cool stuff, and it it was an awesome product. I felt bad because he got in touch with me like right at the same time that we started working with Hero, and I was like, well, uh, it's probably not great for me to have two competing soaps, um, but they I can say for sure they were great. It was great products, and I really liked it. Uh, I assume, if he's connected to the company.
2: Um, Graham Godfrey says, have McCloskey's had their guns returned? You know they haven't. I, th- I don't think.
0: I have no idea. I don't know the answer to that question.
2: Um, Bravo, Victor. One thing that I am sure of and which I can answer truthfully is that whatever the contingencies that may arise, wherever I am, there will be no communism. could hmm. do nothing wrong.
4: <coughs> Excuse
2: me. <laughs> Long Don John says no matter if Chauvin is convicted or acquitted, he's fucked and he'll have to spend the rest of his life looking over his shoulder. That's true. Although nobody really knows where who killed Michael Brown,
0: Darren Wilson.
2: Yeah, no one really knows where he is. He's disappeared
0: because he's had to. They ruined his life.
2: Bill McPherson, uh, THC Delta eight works similarly to Delta nine, but made from hemp, not cannabis. Less paranoia, but good for pain or insomnia. In my hmm. case, it's legal in most states and federally legal. It's a good alternative. Oh. I do miss marijuana a lot.
0: I do not. Worst experience of my life.
2: Oh, I miss it, it was MJ. with my <laughs> old old friend. Sam from Ohio. Uh, shout out to Mansfield, Ohio, home of the Yeet Cannon. Too bad high point guns are straight up trash. Lol. The meme name is a better selling point than the gun itself. Also to Yeet. To flagrantly expel. ah oh.
0: yeah, that's kind of the uh, that's the point of the fire. Like, I would never I would not call the yeet cannon a life and liberty gun. Let's put it that way. But it is a piece okay. of like gun culture, Internet history or that uh, that I would like to have.
2: Also, Sam from Ohio, I dated a girl in college who randomly dyed her hair purple it was foreshadowing for her inevitable spiral into leftism. Sad to watch. At least the hair makes them easy to spot and avoid.
0: Well, this was kind, kind of, of the conversation that I that I had with her, too, um, because she actually was not crazy in her perspective. I wouldn't say that she was uh,
2: Yet. Like,
0: she was kind of apolitical, but she was not like a, a flaming feminist or something like that. Um, but one of the parts of the discussion was like, when we walk around town, people are going to think. Like you're you're a raging leftist or something, and like and I'm, that you're a pussy, right? right. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I yeah. told you that at the time too. I was like, no man, people are gonna think you're a huge pussy.
0: Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You
2: know, putting up with this, yeah. That's how it went. um rainer Chen, hi guys, long time no chat. Didn't catch the convo in full. What's with the church asking blonde to divorce? Do churches do that now? Also, after months of fighting, I finally made it to the San Francisco poop squad. I'm gonna be Ooh, rich bitch. Congrats. Um, they did not tell me I needed to get divorced, but they told me that my marriage is not sanctioned in the church, recognized in the church, and that I'm living in sin with my husband. And so they hmm. asked me to abstain from sex for six months while we get the church, the marriage blessed. And we were trying to have a baby. And, um, we, and they also told me that he had to move out of the bedroom. We've we been married for like So you can live
0: in the point. same house, but not sleep in the same bed.
2: Right. And no sex for six months. And then um, in the interim, they also wouldn't take any of my sacraments. So I couldn't go to confession. I couldn't take communion. And they were like, if you wanted to get your marriage, if you wanted to annul this marriage, like legally, you could, and then you could find somebody in the church. Like a priest Mm. told me this. And I was like, are you you telling me to leave my husband because my marriage isn't real? And he was Mm. basically like, yeah. So No deal, right? I mean, come on. Uh,
0: no, I would not take that deal, but Mm-mm. it's up to you, I suppose.
2: Ralph DeLong says, welcome back, guys. Oh, my gosh. Is blonde wearing buffalo plaid flannel jacket? No, I'm wearing an ill-fitting buffalo plaid shirt. That really uh, will hmm. irritate Susan, and Matt may get another timeout.
0: <laughs> if I do get another one, it's two weeks next, next time, and that's final <sighs> warning. So we'll yeah. see how it goes, man. I don't know. It's a long time to last
2: uh i know um liz towel no note thank you ma'am chris hines matt and i once made love but his wife got jealous and oopsie tasered me it was all very bullety (laughs) whoops um aaron zuniga i'm having twin boys super excited that's so awesome who do i give the club to
0: the club i don't know what's the reference one of them congratulations who who gets a club well that's very cool i don't know if those are your first kids or not and i was um
2: don't club one of your kids to
0: death. That's when right. we got the confirmation, not that, listen, that's, a, that's awesome to have twins. But, um, I, I was, I was worried about having uh, multiple kids the first go round. you know, like when we found out it was one, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like Twins I, are
2: very uncommon in yeah. families with no. Yeah. We don't have it to in to my
0: family and I don't think she does in hers. Um, yeah. but, uh, congratulations, Ben and, and, uh, all the best to your family. That is, that is great for you guys.
2: Um, Alicia Ongren says keep, what, what, keep doing what you do and never quit we will try Uh thank, thank you, you for Alicia. putting us
0: in position not to so. appreciate it uh,
2: the infamous Bertman says how gay is tennis asking for a friend tennis is not that gay hmm. the shorts are short but it's a sport for rich people so that they can network and you never have physical contact with an opponent Come so which
0: on. is gayer between golf and tennis neither is gay are they equally not gay
2: they're equally not gay
0: okay all right fair enough
2: how are are you gonna get a man's balls in your face
0: (laughs) uh unlikely unless you're playing tennis doubles or something i don't know
2: it's not gonna happen so i would say golf is slightly less gay than tennis based on that probability okay uh do we have any more
0: uh, just a couple does it matter says what's the best way to donate to the show besides the super chats. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I said howdy, but I can't get over sending 30% to Lord WikiWiki. Wiki. Yeah. Um, if you want to do a super chat style thing, tippy stream will get them. It has the lowest fees, I believe out of the options that we have currently. So I would go that route and Lord wiki, wiki will not get a cent of your money in that scenario. And long term, I'm thinking about, I wonder if there's a way for me to make our own system through the website. It might be possible. Uh, and that way, that would be a little more direct, too. But for now, if you're looking to have the, the simplest system that uh, does not have the 30% Lord Wiki Wiki charge, uh, tippy Stream is the way to go. <laughs> Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for stopping in. Uh, Marlon Moncrief says to Blonde... Are you a fan or at least proud of fellow Missouri native Gillian Flynn, the best-selling author and hit screenwriter? I don't know who that is.
2: I have no idea who that is either.
0: Let's look it up, real quick.
2: Sharp Objects. Oh, I've seen. I've seen the miniseries Sharp Objects with Amy Adams, and I liked it. And I loved hmm. Gone Girl. She's from Missouri.
0: Kansas City, it says.
2: Um, eh. kind of doesn't count.
0: Because <laughs> it's basically Kansas
2: well it's half kansas half missouri yeah and we're in a a war st louis and kansas city hmm. kansas city is a superior city so i don't know what to say about that
0: <laughs> all right well uh i think we're all set yeah um yeah. looks good uh everywhere else let me give a quick refresh on tippy stream we'll call it a night guys
2: Ooh, every time you say that it makes me cringe
0: oh well what are you gonna do i could just call it stream if you like
2: Uh, I hate them too.
0: I agree, it's not the greatest name, and I double agree that the spelling is even more offensive. If you guys aren't aware, it's spelled T I P E E E stream. Tippy stream. Damn Europeans! We'll figure out. We'll figure it out as we go along. Well, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Appreciate it as always. And Sunday will be the great, if you want to call it that, return to YouTube, or maybe people will decide to just set up camp over at Live or somewhere else in the meantime we shall see
6: that be
0: I know we're going to talk about everything that's going on in uh, the Minneapolis area I can't wait to talk about the shooting itself in a little more detail with you because uh, you were the first person I thought of when I saw the news breaking chick cop accidentally shoots black guy thinking it was a taser <laughs> <laughs> and of course there's uh, a lot more news to discuss but we'll see you then